Hello and welcome back to the People's Wrestling Podcast. Thank you for joining us for what is a very, shall we say, lovely episode of the uh, People's Wrestling Podcast this week. And, as always, I'm your host, Ali Bunker. The best there is, the best was, the best there ever will be at hosting Ali Bunker, I should say. Uh, and I am joined, to my right, by Aiden Bunker. Aiden, drumroll please. How are you? I'm doing just fine. It's literally just use a synonym for, uh, you're doing alright? Got to find ways to get around it. <laughs> haven't we all, haven't we all? Uh, <laughs> moving on to someone who hopefully more than alright. Although he is the man that positivity forgot. It's Matt Bumby, everyone. Am I allowed to talk now, yeah? You're allowed to talk. Okay, hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm very good. Yeah, see, that's how you do it, Aiden. Alright. Do you want to go again? No. No, <laughs> Fine. <laughs> if, you, if you don't change your mood, we might have to drop you from the uh, the three man booth. What can we do to help you move from all right to I'm really good? I know. Is it going to be WrestleMania? Is WrestleMania going to be the point where you go, I am amazing? Um, I would I'm, doubt it. I mean, I've I've lived through about 22 at least. I think WrestleManias, and I'm yet to reach that height. Oh. So I wouldn't hold your breath. Wow. That's a really damning incitement of our... Yeah, that's just... What, we were just saying... Of our abilities to cheer you up. It's pretty sad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. Happy Valentine's Day, though. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to you live on Valentine's Day uh, here at PWP. Um, so we've got a bit of a special feature for you today, if you call it that, um, which we'll get onto a bit later. Um, but, yeah, if we've got any... Any pressing issues, any burning issues outside of Raw and SmackDown this week that we want to discuss, guys? Dolph Ziggler's apparently signed a new contract, which is apparently quite a long-term contract. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Not happy with that, then, Matt. No, he uh, needs to just fuck off now. Supposedly a big money deal as well. It's a bit weird, isn't it, how he's gone from being pretty much, not a jobber, but a good hand sort of position to he's walking away it. and basically coming back to a title opportunity now. Uh, and then being handed this new big money contract. Nah, I'm done with Dolph Ziggler. Hashtag done with Dolph. These hashtags are growing <laughs> <Yeah>. every every week. <laughs> but it's just no, but there's so much young talent. Like he's had his time. He's had his opportunities. But he's not finished. I don't think. I do. No. Yeah, I think I he's done. still got plenty to offer. Well, I think the. Him signing this new contract obviously means he's not done. So, well, I mean, in terms of he's not washed he's up. Not he's sure not Shawn Michaels. He never will be. <laughs> Give it a rest. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't expect. I didn't expect him to be Shawn Michaels. He expected. I know him a to lot. Be. Of, a lot of people probably said, "Oh, he's the next Shawn Michaels," and I can see why people would make a comparison. But I don't think it was ever really, like, a legitimate claim for him to be the next Shawn Michaels. And if it was, then he's already set himself up to fail because I don't think you're ever going to be Shawn Michaels, really, are you? You've got to aim high, haven't you? Oh, I get it. Yeah, you've got to aim high. A um, bit like you <laughs> with your moods. <laughs> we'll yeah, aim we've got to aim high. A, we'll aim for a good one week. Hopefully we'll get there. Um, so, yeah, big money deal then. So I'm assuming this means he's um, not just done after WrestleMania then. Who knows? I'll have to wait and see, I guess so. It's supposedly a multi-year deal surely don't know how many years but jobbing at wrestlemania well i mean we make we make quite a big point isn't it and you especially that he's never had his 
singles match at WrestleMania. In his lengthy WWE career, he's never had a singles match on the card at WrestleMania, which is ridiculous to think about, really. Um, so I'm just, potentially this will be some sort of stipulation in that contract. Like he, he referenced the fact that he wants to WrestleMania, uh, wants to main event WrestleMania uh, in his promo this week on SmackDown. He's never gonna. He's never ever gonna main event WrestleMania. I can't imagine. I can't see him doing it in a singles match. I can't ever see him doing it. No, I'd, I'd be tempted to agree with you, but I mean, just getting a singles match on the WrestleMania card, for instance, I think would be enough for him. What happens if he gets a singles match and it's on the kick? But it's on the <laughs> <laughs> then he's got something to aim for next year, isn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, kickoff sounds about right. So. uh Speaking of someone else who signed a new deal, did we know that the Miz signed a new, I think, four-year contract? Yeah, I'd seen that Miz had signed. I didn't didn't notice either. And so he's signed, uh, I think, around till about twenty twenty-two something around there. Um, and speaking of the Miz, he has now this week on Saturday become the second most, well, the superstar with the second most combined days with the Intercontinental Title. Yeah, that belt has kind of become synonymous with the Miz uh, recent years. Doesn't surprise me. I'd who's like the, who's the first? Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it's... Isn't it Honky Tonk Man? No, it's he's no. third, isn't he? No, it's, it was either... Um, it was either Tito Santana... Wasn't Tito Santana? Or someone like that. Tell you what, and go Google it. Yeah, <laughs> come back to and us. Come back to us. you got some facts. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Miz... Uh, He's having the run of his career, I think. I just, I want to see him go further. Well, I yeah. would like to see A lot see of people him. do. A lot of crowd reactions suggest that people do. I would love to see him win the Elimination Chamber. No, I know it's not going to happen. That's I would happening. love to see it. Though. <laughs> if it did happen, he'd have to do it from first, which um, we'll get onto in a little bit. There you go. Pedro Morales. There we go. Oh, good old Pedro. Good old 619 Pedro. days is combined days. Miz is currently at around 545, so right. mm. a little bit of way to go. Four months or so. Yeah, um, four months. worth noting that Pedro Morales did that in two IC title reigns, whereas yeah. Miz has done it in eight. <laughs> yeah, but I suppose back in the day it was easier to... Yeah, well... It's weird, it says Miz's, on the Wikipedia page, it says Miz's combined days is 544+, plus, but his combined days recognised by WWE is 546, so... That's a bit strange. It is a little bit strange. I don't know why that would be unless it's from back in one when they used to do tapings or something. But yeah, I don't know. So is Miz even gonna be at WrestleMania? I because think so he's got to defend his, his title, baby, right? Yeah, baby WrestleMania. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah, so well, part of me thinks is this a storyline for Total Divas? Let's face it. Uh no, I, like it all kind of adds up. I mean, I... Were you I, there? <laughs> I, I can't envision, envisage him not being at Mania. Um, and... I'd love to see him have to run out of a match. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Miz has got to go. Yeah, like, I suppose the problem is it's a whole, like, kind of week-long event for them, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I think Maurice is going to be at home because you don't want to be travelling that heavily. So... So, it's... it's New Orleans to LA isn't the uh, the quickest journey either, so it's a hell of a way to go. Does, does maybe Vince give him 
Mania off? Or does he lose does he lose the IC title before then? Well, I mean, potentially. It'd be a shame. As we've just seen, he wants to get up to that number one spot in the combined days. Um, but I don't know. It's very hard to tell, really. Um, he hasn't really got much opportunity to lose it, really. We've got Elimination Chamber, which he's in that match. And then there's Fastlane, which is Smackdown. And that's it, right? Yeah. To WrestleMania. Who isn't? Although, are we having a roadblock this year? No, uh, this is the last two before Mania. Yeah, Red Block was always a bit weird, wasn't it? It was meant to be like a network special, and I think it always was actually, wasn't it? It's like a half well, pay per view. It was once it was once a network special before Mania Thirty Two, but then they did another roadblock end of the line. What the used to be? Was it No Way Out that used to be? That was yeah, that was that always was that was the Elimination Chamber match, wasn't it? At No Way Out usually. Yeah. Sort of yeah. Like, yeah. I used to like No Way Out. Yeah. Like back in the day, No Way Out used to be a quite. I feel. I feel like No Way Out, WrestleMania, Backlash. Yeah, such a good run run of pay per views. Well, you had Royal Rumble immediately before well, yeah. No Way Out. Yeah, and then they started to introduce. New but the Royal Rumbles were have been shit. Oh, that's the news as well. That as of is it as of May? Uh, yeah, that they're gonna combine the Backlash onwards. Does that does this mean that they're gonna be done with the Raw and SmackDown? I don't think they'll be done with the brand split. Uh, isn't weird, this though. what happened before? And then they just thought, yeah. Well, well they, they had brand independent uh, pay-per-views for about seven years. Um, and then they went two or three years before they just went all combined to a raw super show, they called it. So, I don't know. I don't think they'll be done with the brand split. I kind of hope they are because I still don't think it works. I think if you look at the Especially at the tag team division. I just don't think there's enough. I think we see a lot of the same matches. I think we do, but I I think we would see more of the same matches if you put them together. Yeah. I think you'd just see a lot more, a lot less people on both shows. Imagine five... how much Roman Reigns you'd have if he was on both Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, that would annoy me. <laughs> Over five hours of programming, currently you'd see, say... 40 superstars if they were all on the same brand you'd probably see half that I'd agree yeah I'd say I'd say probably I like I quite like the brand split yeah there are elements of it that aren't working particularly well like Smackdown for instance on the whole isn't great at the minute and Raw is sort of sort of streaks ahead really um, even though that has its ups and downs um, but I generally I, I feel like it's been good for all the talent like I think this was what people were saying when it first happened back in the day, that it was good for the lo- lower card, younger talent to elevate themselves. People like Edge, for instance, yeah, yeah. who probably wouldn't have got as much of a look in had it not been for a, bra- a brand split. John Cena, for instance, you know, we've seen how well that's gone. Um, I, I quite like the brand split. I'm, I kind of wish that the, fells, the shows felt uh, slightly more different. I yeah. wish that different sets would be a good start. Yeah, different yep. sets. Um... But we also know that there's not a lot of money <laughs> to be doing different sets. Well, uh, there is, but they just don't want to spend it on that. They spend it all on fucking American football, by the looks of it. Yeah. So, suppose I think the, la- the last quarterly reports were um, released pretty recently in the last week or two, and this is supposedly their most financial, their most financially profitable period ever. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then he's taken. Do you know why that is though? Because they saving money on promo on uh, 
Pyro. Pyro. <laughs> there best be Pyro at WrestleMania. There will be Pyro at WrestleMania. There fucking better be. <laughs> if there is no Pyro, I'm going to throw a beer at the screen. <laughs> hasn't been any Pyro since last WrestleMania, right? Yeah, there hasn't. No. Not even for Brock Lesnar. Not even for Brock. Um, but can you imagine Triple H's entrance without a bit of Pyro? Yeah, yeah he does. He always has Pyro. If you go back and have a look... It was just a bit of pyro. Like some around the stadium, but like it's never been like a feature of his weekly entrance. No, no, no. That's what I mean. He never like does a weekly entrance anymore, does he? No, I mean historically when he did for about fifteen years. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying about it, like his latter. Mm, I don't know. I I don't associate Triple H with pyro. With pyro. I do because I've been there when it's been on. All right, don't rub it in. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, went there with Steve. Um, we didn't have to bring Steve up. <laughs> you brought him up. I didn't. I brought up WrestleMania. <laughs> the two go hat in hand. A bit like you and Steve. <laughs> says, Valentine's Day. Says the boring brothers. <gasps> There's no way to oh. talk about Aiden and Jamie. <laughs> Put us versus the Bludgeon Brothers and a brotherly match made in heaven. Yes, or, brotherly or, love. or hell. Um... Speaking of the uh, Bludgeon Brothers, did anyone see their little segment with the... <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what the fuck? They hammered the screen, but it doesn't work without was... a glass screen. Like, it just a plastic sheet fell down. <laughs> but who's, watch... who's watching the TV and getting that annoyed at the TV? Yeah. Like, go find them. Yeah. They're probably there. Well, Although you did say, just say you were going to throw a beer at the screen. <laughs> Yeah, but that's it out of frustration. <laughs> that's my problem with SmackDown, going back to the kind of brand split thingy, is that I know they were they had a promo, but this week, in leading, like in the months leading up to WrestleMania, on an episode of SmackDown, we didn't have the tag team champions, we didn't have the WWE champion, and we didn't even have the Royal Rumble winner, even on TV. Like there there wasn't there wasn't a, a promo well, that the Usos were Usos were there. Usos were, yeah, but AJ Styles and Nakamura weren't there wasn't a promo, there wasn't a segment, there wasn't a, yeah, a video package. It was like they didn't exist. Yeah, then literally no mention to Shinsuke Nakamura for the whole show. Well, yeah. it's just—it's it's not... just—it's it's bizarre to me because these are obviously your biggest stars, and like this—this this happens with SmackDown. I know they've got an hour less every week, but this happens with SmackDown almost every other week, where someone massive is missing, and you never get that on Raw. Yeah, and yet we got. Sarah Logan in a singles match, which is great. Um, to be fair, that wasn't even the bad bit. Like, Jinder. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Nobody wants you. Go and be a jobber. Well, he hasn't won a match for a while, so maybe he's still. Maybe he's gone back to a jobber. Um, actually, no, it's not fair. He beat Xavier Woods, didn't he? Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a strange. Like, AJ Styles was constantly mentioned throughout the show. But it's just, it feels a little bit like... But he wasn't there. Feels like fast lane start. Oh, like, we'll just, have a fatal five. Why are you? Just oh. like, surely AJ is there. He's obviously there, and he was probably in a dark match or something. Maybe can't you just put him on commentary for these for these qualifying matches and be like, hey AJ, like, what do you they think did about, last week. What about the potential of this being a five way match? Or even for him to like acknowledge it. Yeah, just just have him in a backstage program. Because with surely. A fatal five way is not good for him. Exactly. No. Surely, like I, I would want him to come out uh, midway through the show, being like, "Look, I know, like, I know we've got a match now or something," but and then air his 
annoyance or grievances. I know he's a babyface, so probably shouldn't do that kind of thing. But just have him kind of come out, hijack the show a little bit, and be like, "Well, this is a bit unfair," but you know, I'm phenomenal and all that stuff. <laughs> this is the house that AJ Styles built, etc., etc., etc. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's a bit strange. I mean, <clears throat> I can understand maybe Shinsuke not. People have been saying that Shinsuke shouldn't be on TV every week anyway. I I don't tend to agree with that, but I can see. It shouldn't why be cutting promos. Shouldn't be. Yeah, that's true. Um, but for him not to even be me- mentioned, and you know, think about it, you're going into fast lane for a match for the title with five guys vying for the title, four and OJ as well. That is likely to be Shinsuke's opponent at WrestleMania. Well, it is going to be, isn't it? Uh, if you... Unless something happens in between then and there. But, um, and yet, he's not being talked so about when or is... seen or anything. So when is Fastlane? Is it about a month? So that's not that long before Mania. Because I think Elimination Chamber is the week after next. Yeah, they said two weeks. It would typically be about two weeks after that. So mid, mid-March, I reckon. Yeah, it sounds like about right sort of time. So we're only going to have like... So there's only a couple of weeks between that and Mania. So well, probably about three weeks. About three so weeks. not a lot's going to happen. I wouldn't see I wouldn't see a title change. But there isn't enough time to really build anything in those three weeks, is there, after Barcelona? Only if it's AJ. Because three you... weeks of AJ versus Shinsuke build, is that enough? Yeah, we've had how many years of it? Well, none. Not, well, not in WWE. WWE. Not in WWE, but they'll... They'll probably bring up a lot of their old stuff. Yeah. Without mentioning any uh, other names. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see whether they use... Because they, they do mention the words New Japan. It'd be interesting whether they use any like images or footage. They used it in his original package. Yeah, when he, yeah, when he signed. When he signed. Yeah, so it'd be one, it'd be interesting to see whether they would show any stills or something. Have you ever seen the bit where Kingdom? is it? It's, I don't know if it's Finn or AJ shoots him with the bullet club thing, and he pretends to catch it in his teeth. Oh yeah, I've yeah. seen. That. I think that was Finn. I'm not, uh, maybe it was AJ. I don't know. Um, yeah, I've seen that. Pretty cool. <laughs> um, but I doubt they'll be referencing them anytime soon. Just a notorious club in another country somewhere. So How good of... would it be, though, if they interfered in that match? <laughs> that would ruin it. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Not at the end of the match, it would be. There's hardly any of them that are, that are in the club now that would have been around that time. Only a small number, like the Young Bucks. So people like Cody Rhodes to randomly interfere, or Marty Skrull or something, it would hardly make sense. You just want Kenny Omega in WWE, don't you? Yeah, but he's just on the deal for... He's not even Bullet Club anymore. Well... I actually want the Young Bucks. Bullet Club is fine. (laughs) I've seen a lot of this on Twitter. What is this about? Is this about them basically saying everything's okay? Yeah, this is Cody Rhodes' thing of, like, the Young Bucks are... They're annoyed, they're upset about everything that's going on, and Cody's just trying to reassure them, saying, Bullet Club's fine. Like, don't worry about it, we don't need Kenny. Everything's fine. Oh, so he's definitely out of the Bullet Club. Well, he's part he, of the he, Golden Lovers, which he, is very apt for Valentine's Day. Yeah, he's ba- he, he's kicked him out, but whether or not he has officially been excommunicated is uh, another matter. No, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so we kind of went in, in a bit on SmackDown. 
Um, but we'll rewind the clock a little bit to go through what we saw and what we liked and what we didn't like on Monday Night Raw. And as you can hear, again, we're sticking with the old theme tune because one thing we don't like is the new Raw theme tune. And I'll be honest, I haven't given it a chance. <laughs> I just don't, I don't like it. I'm just not into the change. I just like the old ones so much. Yeah. And I'm sure when I'm sure now. when the old one started, I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Nah, I liked that one from the off. Yeah, I thought it was really good, I and it really I, fit. It. I think I'd heard it a couple times before, so when I first heard it. it triggered some like i recognized it but it's yeah probably the best theme tune in quite a while yeah so we're sticking with it for the time being i don't see us changing it and unless we listen actually listen to the other one and it gets <laughs> yeah. good but uh, am i right in saying that they haven't actually used it not at the, at the beginning of the episode not at the beginning we yeah. only we yeah, only it's like they haven't it. created an intro package for yeah. raw yet they haven't done intro package since rumble so so we only hear it because we go to adverts and then we come back from adverts. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I can't, I can't memorize it. I can't think of what it sounds like, so it can't be that good, right? I know this is a random fact. Do you know there's one person that sits in Sky Sports and has to press the button for when that we come back from adverts? Advert is a well, I wish they would time lonely it job. I wish they'd time it a bit better because <laughs> yeah. sometimes I'm stuck I'm stuck waiting for like three minutes with this raw logo. Yeah, but apparently it's because Smackdown. they get told oh, they're coming back on air so he presses the button and then they go right, in 10, 9 and he's like, oh, I've already pressed the button. <laughs> but doesn't it like they often come back mid-sentence with the commentators yeah. and stuff. It's a bit weird. Like on Sky, that's the only time I've ever seen that happen. Like when I watch it to on, be on fair, stable, maybe he's been at work all day, and maybe it's like, yeah, you're staying to do this. But I've never been. I've been around yeah. yours watching, like trying to sort of watch recap Raw, and been sat there and like just the Raw theme tunes on, and the logos there for a good minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah, you're like, it's on forever. why? Why is that's what the rewind <laughs> button or the fast forward button's for? Yeah, I guess so. It's just a bit weird. Sometimes, and you're right, it doesn't happen on SmackDown. Sometimes it's on a crap Raw. Fast forward buttons, your best friend. <laughs> um, so speaking of rolling, was there much you fast forwarded this week, there, Matt? I'm not going to lie. I fast forwarded the Miz Cena match because I'm sick of seeing Cena spot call. It's doing my head in <laughs> it's at the still, minute. Still on this one, are you? So it's doing my head in the minute. So I'm any Cena match at the minute. I'm sort of skipping. But after really that, it too much this week. I didn't pay that much attention. After that, I don't think I did skip any of it. So Raw this week came from San Jose, hometown of Bailey. Um, so that's what, and a big part of the show was the hometown girl versus her best friend. So we'll start with this one because I thought this was a big part of Raw. Um, a lot was made of it. I thought the match was really good, pretty good. We've seen them obviously tear the house down before together um but i thought the match was all right um for a raw and bailey actually won which <laughs> i was yeah, so I was surprised, surprised by clean clean i didn't expect her not to win clean i just didn't expect her to win no but it's like and something happened with the turn the, the uh turnbuckle oh, they were I, mean, I thought you were talking about the turn as in heel turn 
No, the turnbuckle. But I hope it's up then. Oh, turnbuckle, yeah, obviously. I, 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 I did notice that. <laughs> I'm seeing it a lot more now, and it's really annoying me that and I never you, saw uh, it before. And if you watched the mix match challenge, you'll see that that match also ended in that way. So too. did the SmackDown women's match. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, even in my notes, I was like, Ali will be pleased. <laughs> <laughs> um, bloody turnbuckle. What? Who books these women matches? <laughs> Every week they go, we finish it in the turnbuckle girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like they go, because like wrestlers have always said how the the um, the turnbuckles are effectively just like pillows in the corner. So it's like they go, you know, the women can't handle the turnbuckles. <laughs> yeah. Can't handle a pillow to the place. Yeah, it's oh, it's just it just annoys me. Be a little bit more creative, please. You've been doing it with men's matches for like fifty years. Just do it with a couple of women's. Has anyone seen the uh, the gif floating around on Twitter? of uh, this wrestler back in the 1950s killing, yes. the, killing the business yeah, where he like he, he runs hits the ropes ducks clothesline and just does like a handspring backflip thing and then goes and does a drop kick and all this kind of stuff yeah the, 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 that, cap, the caption is this flippy shit is killing the business yeah. <laughs> the things you would see today that people moan about yeah. have actually been around for like 70 years yeah a lot of people do bemoan the whole flippy shit as people call it um I don't think it's killing the business. I think it's evolving the business. That's the way I see it, anyway. Yeah, it's an athletic contest, and they're doing things that I could never dream of doing, <laughs> yeah. and it impresses me. The yeah. only thing that that I just never like springy shit is the six one nine. I never got that. I just think that's a shit move. <laughs> Out of all the moves, do you know who? Do you know who doesn't like flippy shit? Jonathan Coachman. Every time someone does something, he's always like, but is it necessary, though? <laughs> Apollo Crews, he'll hit a shooting star press, standing shooting star press. He's no like, lose Apollo Crews. <laughs> um, Apollo Crews can't lose. I, uh, I do remember seeing on Twitter, I think a few, it was about maybe a month and a half ago, Matt Hardy, when he was working Bray Wyatt on the 205 Live tour that they did, um, a house show tour, he, Why were they on two I five? They needed they needed a match. Um, Nia Jax was yeah, the, uh, as special, special ref. referees like Enzo's last match or whatever. Um, but yeah, he he tweeted a picture a picture a picture a picture of him and a bunch of the face cruiserweights. So Kalisto, Mustafa, Mustafa Ali specifically, Cedric Alexander, I think. Um, Enzo, not Enzo. <laughs> It basically said in, in Matt Hardy way, the, the main crux of it was he's trying to cure them of their ailments, which was essentially flippy shit. <laughs> to, to, eliminate, <laughs> to, to eliminate the spot monkey disease. Yeah, something like that. They're riddled with spot monkey disease or something, he called them. And then Mustafa Ali tweeted back and he was like, thank you for your teachings. I've still got a lot to learn. Today I somersaulted out of a hammerlock. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty cool. Anyway, we've gone on a tangent again. We do this. We do do this. Um, Anyone that actually listens to us and goes, I really want to know what's going on on Raw. (laughs) (laughs) I must have to wade through all the shit. I must like Raw. In that case, the fast forward button is your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't fast forward us. Don't Uh, fast forward us, no. um, But on Raw, it's your friend. Yes. uh, It's about to Raw then. So Bailey Sasha. I thought it was good. Really good. Surprise, Bailey won, especially in her hometown. Nia Jax at the end with the inter- well, not interference, but with the sneak attack, building up obviously to Asuka, who also wasn't on the show. Um, another Rumble winner who wasn't really on the show at all. Uh, although they did put a little package out. 
Um, building towards Asuka Naya, but do we genu- genuinely think Naya's going to threaten Asuka's streak in no. any way? and I can see how it's going to end as well. What do you reckon? So I reckon Naya will absolutely obliterate her for the whole match. And then she's going to get up on the turnbuckle and Asuka's going to choke her out. Like standing, and then... I don't know. I think that that's not exactly the best, the most flattering light to paint your Royal Rumble winner in, having them get dominated a whole match. I think I'd, I'd tempted to agree with you, though. I think Asuka will come out fast. Nia will ride it. She'll end up dominating for a good seven, eight minutes. And then Asuka, yeah. will, and Asuka will make her tap out. Has As- does Asuka ever win by pin? By the way, no. She's, does she have a signature move that isn't the Asuka? Had, she had one a couple. She done like she wins with like the kicks of the head, and she she might she used to win like originally with the like the hip thrust move she does. Nah, I wouldn't call that a finisher, but it's, yeah, it's how she won originally. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um. So yeah, she's gonna make As uh, she's gonna make Nia tap or pass out essentially, isn't she? I think that's. Count out. You want to keep. You want to make her look. You make. You want to make her look strong. They'll make Nia look strong. They'll make both of them look strong. Um, so I think Asuka's going over in with a with a with the Asuka lot. Um, it's just how they do it. If they if they end up having Nia lose because Asuka throws her into the turnbuckle, for instance, that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> the turnbuckle's involved. It's not a great idea. Um, so yeah, Asuka and I Jacks at Fastlane. I think we're all in agreement that Asuka's taken this win streak all the way through. Oh, to we're not America. doing predictions yet. Um, I need to fun. think about these things. <laughs> how, how it's does, one of the most obvious ones in this season. How disappointing would it be? How underwhelming <laughs> if I beat her at yeah. Fastlane? It's a Vince main, move, though, isn't it? It is so a Vince move. Uh, you can see it happening. I could see it being a Vince move if Asuka was from a rival promotion originally. For instance, Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to pretend you've got this massive streak, come in, be undefeated, and then we're going to make you lose before WrestleMania because you once worked for a rival of mine. Um, but I yeah, I don't think Asuka's losing anytime soon. Um, but yeah, with Raw then, just on the Bailey-Sasha thing, where are we going with these two? Because they're both in the Elimination Chamber match. And by the looks of it, they'll both go into it as friends. Um, I'd like to see them to kick it off. Give yeah, them a little bit yeah. of time to have a bit of a decent... But I'm assuming, again, without wanting to try and make too many predictions, I'm assuming Alexa's winning. Um, so that means Bailey and Sasha miss out. What do they have in store for them at WrestleMania? Is it each other? You. And if it is, do they have enough time to really build that? No, I've told you what they're doing with the women. It's going to be an over-the-top. May Young Classic. May Young Classic. May Young Battle Royal. May Young Battle Royal. Yeah, can you imagine just a little statue of May Young outside <laughs> with a ham? <laughs> Giving someone the uh, the Bronco Buster. <laughs> oh, that was the worst Bronco Buster I've ever seen. Or being uh, fingered through a table. Or impregnated by Mark Henry. Fingered through a table. Fingered through a table. I can't think of the power bomb by Bubba Ray Dudley. Yeah. <laughs> Fingered for the table. That's some intense fingering. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. It's Rusev Day. All right. Um, Mark. 
But like, uh, is it Bailey Sasha at WrestleMania? Like, no. You know, I told you they're not yeah. going to do it. They're not going to do it. They're not going to give because you think how many matches we've got to have on that card. Yeah. They're not going to give just it is two women. Be like an eight-hour show. <laughs> but are, if we're thinking like there's Raw Women's Championship, then there's the SmackDown Women's Championship. Is there room for another women's singles no, match on that card? I don't, probably not. Probably not. I don't, Bailey Sasha you, doesn't deserve to be on the kickoff. It also depends on what Ronda Rousey's actually doing. Yeah. What, if she's, what if she's not fighting for a title? She ends up with Stephanie or something. Well, yeah, I guess so. In which case, does open up. But like what's Charlotte doing? If she's not round, if she's not facing Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania, what is Charlotte doing? Well, the the rumors are that Asuka's moving to SmackDown to face Charlotte. Hmm. I wouldn't like that because she never said. Like, yeah, I suppose there is that. At least Nakamura then, said. But then, but then it was Ronda Rousey, Alexa Bliss. Like, what? why would yeah. Ronda deserve a title shot, for instance? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, to be fair, it, I feel really sorry for Alexa Bliss. She'd get her ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't it, want to see that match. I'd just be cringing all the way through. It'd be like poor Alexa. Leave yeah. her alone. It would. It would have to be a Goldberg scenario in that Alexa gets crushed in about a minute. Which I don't want to see. I mean, yeah, I don't want to see that. But if you ever wanted to turn her baby face, that'd be a good way. I don't want to turn her baby face. Think of the reception face. that she that she would get on the Monday after, because you know. There's already people who are booing Ronda, so regardless for how much they try, at least fifty percent. But of why would you boo her? Because it's like it's like a whole out. Like you know how people don't like outsiders coming in, and it's like even like Maria Menounos got booed for doing the, uh, yeah. the announcing. At the <laughs> WWE fans can be brutal sometimes. But it's just... proper proper dick. Like she was just doing the announcing, and they were booing, and she was just like, "Yeah, I know." Like you just expect it. So like, the, it annoys me that you'd like boo. Ronda Rousey, all she is doing is bringing more viewers to the platform. Yeah, I think it's like it's it's one of those weird things where it's like we want Ronda, we want Ronda, and then it happens and people go, oh, I don't want her. Like I don't want her to win. I don't want her to do this. Like you need to. Maybe she was a bit better at pointing. With. We could. <laughs> She's terrible at pointing. She is terrible um, at pointing. But I think what what it boils down to a lot is that people want to see these people come in, but they don't want to see these people coming at the expense of people that have worked really hard and they already like. Hence why, as soon as Goldberg beat Kevin Owens, people turned. People, people turned immediately on Goldberg because oh, Kevin I turned Owens on has, has worked his Goldberg's whole... a fucking idiot. <laughs> but Kevin Owens worked his whole life to get to where he was. And deservedly was Universal Champion, and then not had to away from well, yeah, and I had don't, to give his title up to Goldberg. Maybe not deservedly because he got given it. Well, he'd worked hard to get there. <laughs> yeah, kayfabe, not kayfabe. Watching the Kevin Owens three six five, I fully expected Kevin Owens to talk about how pissed off he was at that. <laughs> yeah, I feel and like he, he has been told he's not allowed. I'm really happy to lose to Goldberg. Was like, yeah, I, I lost to Goldberg. This yeah. is great. And it's a dream come true. In reality, I I'm in the like ring this. with Goldberg. How many takes did that take for him to go? I fucking hate Goldberg. He's a prick. <laughs> and they're like, now talk about the match with Goldberg. He's like, oh. Yeah, fuck off. Speaking of, yesterday was the uh, one year anniversary of the Festival of Friendship. So. Oh, yes, I saw that. Can't I saw. That was a year ago. Big old deal, big old deal. Love that Festival of Friendship. I still think that's the best. Apparently, Vince show weren't up did. for it. Why's my name on this? It's just, oh, it's, like... it's such a, just a perfect symphony of great acting and good camera work. And to, with that whole list reveal thing, I thought it was great. Did you hear that on the Jared? Was it? The um, Jericho's podcast. With Jimmy Jacobs. They were talking about it and how he, he was like, I so wanted that 
just the reveal to be so like dramatic. Yeah, you just go back to your point about Vince not being for it. I think he, Jericho said that Vince was for it, Jericho but Vince, Vince wasn't there. Vince Triple wasn't H there. wasn't Jericho for it. it. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Triple H did That's what I meant. I didn't mean Vince. But then after it happened, Triple H was like, yeah, you're right. That was perfect. I think I remember Jericho saying that he he spoke to Triple H. Triple H was like, no, don't want it. He thought then, it was too comic. And then he, he called Vince and, and ran it by him. And Vince was like, yeah, do it. <laughs> so I think that's an instance of maybe... Triple H not quite having all the power that people believe he has. <laughs> Especially when it comes to someone like Jericho who's quite comfortable just calling Vince. Yeah, quite, no, no, fuck you. I'm going to call Vince. <laughs> yeah. I bet Triple H is like, oh. Yeah, cause he says Triple H always airs on the side of physicality. Yeah. And obviously there was physicality in it, but not much. the majority of the segment was entertainment. Yeah. It was just fucking brilliant. I loved <laughs> yeah, that segment. It was good. It was, it was just like, because I watched it back last night because it came up on my Instagram. And it was just Jericho, um, you could tell he was being sincere about the whole, like, you've Best made, you've made this one yeah. of those years. You could tell. And in, in, like just throughout this whole segment, he was like the biggest baby face in the company. Like, he, he wasn't doing anything heelish. He was just showing his yeah, love he, for his best mate. He'd already turned before the turn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that when it did happen and when Kevin Owens was, boot, was beating him up, not only did it make you hate Kevin Owens even more, it was just like... I, I literally felt so sad for Jericho. I was sad how that could, the friendship that, ended, but for Jericho especially, I was like... Oh, how man. good would that feel for Kevin Owens? He must think, that's exactly what I want from everything I've ever done. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that hatred. That That's a scenario where I could picture Kevin Owens being like, this is great, I got to work with Jericho, I love Jericho growing up. Not like, I lost to Goldberg, this is great. <laughs> You'd be fuming, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would be. If someone, like, even, I know Goldberg's a legendary name, whether or not he deserves he? that status or not, but like, oh, I don't. Someone, if I was Universal Champion and had worked for like twenty years to get there, and everyone was like, "You're doing really well, but um, you're gonna lose to Goldberg in like five seconds," just <laughs> be like, "Sorry, what?" <laughs> I'm gonna put this out. Why there. am I here? I'm gonna put it out there. I don't even want him to go in the Hall of Fame. I do. Do you know what? I I read something on Twitter the other day. Which obviously makes it true. That apparently, uh, I I don't believe this for one second, but they're planning on Goldberg coming back as a surprise entrant in the Andre Battle Royal. Could you imagine that? That wouldn't surprise me. But like, if they were to do that, then it won't be on the kickoff show. No. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. So we all right. If we know if WrestleMania you'd starts and it hasn't already happened, Goldberg's coming back. Yeah, you'd have to sacrifice a match on the main card for this match where. Statistically or, or historically, isn't that no one gives a fuck about? What do you mean? Baron Corbin's done great things since he won it. Supposedly, yeah, so has Cesaro. So has well, Cesaro has actually. Mike, Mike Johnson from PW Mojo. Insider saying that um, the plan is this year the winner of this match gets the massive push. Um, well, it better not be fucking Mojo Rawley again. <laughs> just fucking give him a title shot. Yeah, well, then I, it's just the Royal Rumble, isn't it? Without the countdown, it would be. It was like give a half, him an intercontinental title shot. Halfway between Rumble and Money in the Bank, because like, I guess what they just get in the match the next pay per view because it's not going to be something where they can choose when they want it. Like they could get it the yeah. next night on Raw or SmackDown. That would be good. That would I. I would go for that. I just thought of that in my head. That would make the next. That would yeah, make it would, the make it the Raw after Mania, for instance, really, like even more exciting. And then you could have like. Obviously not the first one, 
but then like they could lose it the person that's just won at Wrestlemania and then they'd have to win it back what the title you mean oh yeah. right um, yeah but the thing is anyone who's going to be champion isn't going to be in that Andrea Giant Battle Royal match what? Like, so you're saying someone wins at Mania and then loses it the next night to someone who just won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal yeah anybody who's in that Battle Royal isn't going to be champion anytime soon yeah, well, that's when we'll otherwise make it they'd, a be, bit they'd be in a bigger match on yeah. Wrestlemania you were thinking of some of the throwaway matches show on Wrestlemania hmm. I know that Braun was in it last year yeah um, so but he, I, he almost certainly won't be in it this year <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do with him this year. Do you reckon they're just going to bring Kane back? Or not have Braun versus Kane one last time? I hope not. Yeah, me too. I really don't want to see that. Should we go back to Raw? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Braun's... Talking of Braun. Braun's spot at, spot at Mania is going to be him trying to tip over the WrestleMania <laughs> stage. <laughs> yeah, the ramp. Just He's like, going to try and pick it up. <laughs> um, right, back to Raw then. So yeah, speaking of Braun then, Matt. Um, we... We saw a we saw his guitar comical uh, segment with Braun and Elias. Elias doing a normal guitar segment, but interrupted by Braun with the world's largest bass. What? Uh, what? Not the sturdiest, we might add. It, it was funny, um, but as I was watching it, um, I was thinking in my head because it it, it kind of looks like a guitar. But for anyone who knows. You know, anything about instruments, you know, it's a double bass, it's a big bass guitar, yeah. And well, not even a guitar. And I was thinking in my head, oh, I hope someone doesn't think it's a real guitar, I hope someone doesn't think it's a real guitar. <laughs> it's and just then, a giant guitar. And then Coachman goes, That's the biggest guitar I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> and then, yeah, within one strum, it just fell apart. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually thought he had quite a good voice, yes. I thought he actually had a better voice than Elias. Yes, <laughs> his company, like country singing, I think is quite good. <laughs> I love the way he switched from his like real person voice to his Braun voice. So I thought it was great. Um, yeah, Braun's just so over, isn't he? Like everything he's doing. Did you did you notice? Because obviously the fans saw him come out. Yeah, there was a big cheer before. Seconds before, and it it seemed to really throw Elias. He yeah. kind of got yeah. lost a bit. I felt like he he messed his words up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he kept kind of stop starting. Um, yeah, I think he got lost by the crowd. Like I suppose, like cause usually he's lost. He's Usually he's used to loud boos, um, but when there was this kind of commotion going on in the crowd, I felt like it kind of affected him. Yeah, potentially. Um, but I, I, either way, I still think Elias is one of the best uh, at controlling a crowd from a promo point of view that I've seen in a long time. For someone that inexperienced. Yeah, that yeah. green. For, for the first time in quite a long time, um, we've got three of the main players, three of the most consistent and most entertaining parts of Raw on a weekly basis are Elias, Braun, and The Miz. So, I know The Miz has been around for a while, but rather than relying on, like, Cena, Brains. these kind of people, they're giving... Lesnar. Yeah, they're giving giving more um, of a chance. People like Elias and Braun to build something, which is what you're meant to be doing in the future. But they're... they're, they're... Building this elimination chamber is a massive. They're giving it a massive push. Well, it deserves this. It. It's the biggest match in WWE at the minute. Could you? Uh, I know this. I know he's the injured. Women's one for the title, surely that's bigger. I know. It would, no, wouldn't happen. But how much would you love to see Samoa Joe in there? I was just about to mention Samoa Joe. So um, I'm assuming he's not going to be in it. 
Um, also, we should point out that this is going to be the first Elimination Chamber with more than six people. Seven. Um, but we'll get on to that. Um, but Samoa Joe <laughs> obviously isn't going to be in this match. When is there any word on when he's coming back? Anybody I, heard anything recently? Yeah, it's been pretty quiet lately. Um, not so much news coming out since he since the news of the injury broke. It's the kind of match that you'd imagine he'd be perfect for. He's that kind of menacing character, like waiting like intensely in a pod. I believe they they fully intended for him to be in this match. Yeah. Um, I don't believe that the Seth and the Miz were intended to be in this match, but or Elias, or oh, yeah, Elias. Sorry, is good point. Um, it's been a long day. So Samoa Joe then. So we're not we're not thinking back in time for WrestleMania, like because that would be a big shame. He was on a roll. Yeah, uh, I suppose he he's been taken off all live events recently, um, which could maybe just be their way of ensuring that he's going to be 100 fit. Um, not having him travel or anything like that. Um, it would be a shame for him to miss out on his first WrestleMania two years running. For for, for no real reason last year. Yeah, I just wasn't on it. I he didn't really get that. He was heavily involved in the feud. With Seth and Triple H, right? And just didn't appear. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> yeah, it's a bit strange. Um, back to Elimination Chamber then. So um, we've obviously got... Well, there was raw. There was implications of raw for the elimination chamber. So the first, first off, there was the the very first segment of the night. And actually, while while I'm on the first segment, did anybody hear, pick up on, think anything of John Cena's oh, yeah, yeah. dead man comment? Rise a legend from the dead. Yeah. Or he said to bring a bring a uh, a legend back from the dead. Or are they just teasing this? John Cena, you tart. He did this last year, didn't it? Well, he mentioned Undertaker last year. Yeah. Um, where he, he basically said, if I had my way, I'd be facing Taker at Mania when he got into that feud with The Miz and, and Maurice. Um, anyone thinking anything into that? Mm, I think he's just I, teasing. I don't... I just don't want it to happen. Last year was too good. Oh, I mean... It wasn't good. It was I mean, I would love... I mean... The retirement, the whole, the whole setting and the actions of the Undertaker. Like, if if he was then to come back, it was just disappointing. It would devalue his retirement. Yeah. yeah. But I would, wouldn't you just love one more time? Bang! Lights go out, and it's Cena and who we saying? Braun or no? It'd be Roman Reigns, wouldn't it? Yeah. At the end. Maybe Undertaker. Yeah, cost Cena the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, just goes black for no reason. For no reason. Who needs a reason? Leading up, says anything derogatory or whatever. But could you imagine that though? Just like lights go out, bong, and then imagine how how booed Cena get would get in a feud with the returning Undertaker. (laughs) Very. Imagine if he beat him. Which she would. would, Which she should do. Right. Let's face it. But then thinking about it though, if if, if they're going to bring Taker back to to lose to Cena, what was the point in having him lose to Roman Reigns? Yeah, like, you can't just say you can't make him lose to Roman and have Roman be now the guy, like the younger new John Cena essentially, and then have him come back and then lose, lose the to John Cena. Yeah. Well, they losing in a word. Well, they just fight to the end. <laughs> no winner, no loser. Did anyone notice? So, Miz comes out, interrupts him, and John Cena says. We can have a match. Loser goes in first at the chamber. And Kurt Angle comes out and goes, Oh, no, 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 no. We don't do things like this here. We don't do it like that. What we're going to have 
is we're going to have a match between you two right now and the loser goes in first at the chamber. <laughs> it was like, that's literally what Cena just said. Cutting there was no need for him just to interrupt. up and down this whole... Oh, he is every week. It's just up and down and you think, oh, shut up. <laughs> He's so lovable, though. I love him. Wait, when he come out, A little though, bit of a mean streak on him with his comments about Jason Jordan. When he come out, though, and, well, to the crowd, yeah. And the music stopped and they were still singing You, you Suck. suck yeah. He was just like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to do this promo. <laughs> um, so Miz versus John Cena happened. It was all right. Miz, Did anyone Miz else lost. see... Bo Dallas rip his trousers. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, he did. Full on on the arse. Really? When? Full on rip. Didn't they get ejected immediately? Yeah, it was it when was they were beating up Cena. Oh, right. Yeah. They are doing stomps and shit on him. And it was a mat. It wasn't even just like a little rip. It was like all the way down his leg. Maybe, that's, maybe Kurt called an ad lib and uh, <laughs> called a, an audible and decided to eject him to save his own blushes. <laughs> it, it, it did kind of make me... Um, it didn't make me sad, but I always love a referee. You! You! <laughs> you! Out of here! I love that. I always get the it gets a pop, doesn't it? Every time. But why would they... You could just go, you two. Come on. Because yeah. uh, I, I was watching you, Raw... You're not out. Go back. Yeah, go on. I was watching even Raw Smackdown last week at home, and I was just thinking, somebody interrupts every week. Like, whenever there's someone at ringside, they'll almost always interrupt, 75% of the time. So can't you just ban people from ringside full stop? Because that way you then negate those issues. But though, it always happens. Yeah, like for instance, what and a lot it... of the time it goes unpunished. When someone, when a superstar, say, I know it doesn't really happen with Paul Heyman, but say Brock, Brock Lesnar, who has Paul Heyman as an advocate, i.e., manager. Yeah, he, um, never, he never interferes, really, does no, he? No, he doesn't, because I guess the idea is Brock doesn't need it. Um, but really like, like Cesaro and Sheamus always run at each other at ringside. Yeah, but what's the point in, in allowing superstars to have managers? Let's face it, like what what they what do they expect is going to happen? <laughs> like, for things like, for people like Zelina Vega, for Andrade Cien Almas, she's there like barking instructions, like get up, do this, hit him with this keep your eye on the ball whatever where Paul Heyman just stands there going oh my god oh my god <laughs> I love it and he's like I love it. whenever Braun does anything yeah. whenever anyone hits him with a finisher and okay. they can and he's like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've got an, an, a manager who would give you instructions it makes sense Mr. Fuji used to <laughs> but for, for people like him in Japanese who... and he probably used to think what are you saying <laughs> What was Yokozuna being Samoan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Samoan. Samoan. <laughs> Samolian. <as Booker laughs> Samolian. <laughs> oh dear, Booker Booker T. But think, go back to what you said. Like then he doesn't have to interfere because he's obviously Brock Lesnar. Was Yokozuna? Why would anyone have to interfere for him to win? It was a heel. Different. Yeah. And he was foreign. Foreigners <laughs> aren't allowed to do good. Foreigners, foreigners can't be strong. <laughs> um, I was going to say, speaking of foreigners, but I didn't have a segue line. <laughs> Seamus and Roman. <laughs> the uh, no, I was, I was going to lead us up to the, the next Elimination Chamber stick. Well, I guess, yeah, speaking of foreigners, Finn Balor. There we go. <laughs> um, Finn, Finn was in a, what turned into a five-way um, a fatal five way. Love a fatal five way. I feel like there should be way. a different name for a fatal five way. Yeah, it's, it's a fatal four, a fatal four, and then there's a six pack well, challenge. They used to have the uh, 
I suppose it wasn't specific to number. The championship scramble used to be a five-man match. Yeah, but that was they different. That was different. It was interesting format. Well, surely you like two it. are very well educated. You can come up with something now. Um, so ferocious I was, was going to say ferocious, but that's terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come up with something good. Five-way fracas. Fracas. The five-way fisticuffs. Oh, the five-way fisticuffs. Sounds like a porno. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I can't think of anything better than that. So we go with the five-way fisticuffs, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also, sounds like a boy band. The term, the term "fatal four-way" annoys me because it's not fatal. <laughs> it's not fatal. <laughs> and also, in the same way, a casket match used to annoy me. <laughs> yeah. And also, a triple threat is only actually a double threat. It's only a double <laughs> threat. Yeah. If I, if I'm one, one third of the, the rest of us. I've only got two people threatening me. Yeah. Oh dear, so many plot holes. You wouldn't holes. call a one-on-one match a double threat, would you? <laughs> uh, we can't go this deep in, because if we do... <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day! <laughs> you two are so rude tonight. <laughs> all sex are we used to, isn't it? Always has been. All sex, all day. Apart from when I'm at work and at home. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting any. Hashtag, That's not what I meant. <laughs> hashtag done with sex. <laughs> hashtag doesn't your sister listen? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Claire. <laughs> um, yeah, shout out to our biggest biggest fan. <laughs> the big sis. Biggest sis, biggest fan. Yeah. Um, and you two are talking about sex. I believe you started it. I believe all I said was... <laughs> you can't go this deep. <laughs> Yeah, well, don't take it as a sexual innuendo. In in <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've really gone down a rabbit hole here. Um, that probably wasn't the right <laughs> right terminology to use. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, yeah, back to Raw. So, fatal five way. Seth Rollins in, managed to get himself in, inserted into this match by basically bartering Kurt Angle. Is this not probably the worst <clears throat> fatal five way match? Like as in talent the lineup. Yeah. Um. What? Fuck off. Who? Give me two people that aren't Finn Balor and Seth Rollins that were good in this match. Apollo Cruz did well. Fuck Apollo off. Apollo well. Cruz is Bray shit. Looked dominant. Bray Matt Hardy shit. Mental. <laughs> Matt Hardy shit. <laughs> this was only ever going to end one way. Having it as a fatal five way made it way more interesting. When you've than a got four-way. when you've got five people in the elimination chamber match already. And then you've got a fatal five way for the yeah, but last should, spot. This is there isn't saying, really too many other people yeah. on the yeah, roster. They shouldn't have been <laughs> a fatal is, five way. If, if you were to have, say, say Finn, Seth, and then people like Braun, Miz, Roman, or something in a five way, four of them are missing out. So you can't have five massive names for this match. That's I think good they, point. They probably got probably the five biggest names they could that aren't already in the match. Aside from maybe Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah. And and ones that aren't injured. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Samoa Joe as obviously, but I think everyone else is kind of taken. <laughs> but why have a fatal five-way? Well, it's that, that's that whole second chance thing, wasn't it? Yeah, but it? then Seth Rollins didn't have a second chance. He we just fucking get, went... We didn't get oh. first chance. <laughs> well, he's just thought, fuck but it, I'm going to go... Inserting Seth in that match, because everybody... Yeah, Finn everybody was going to win that. assumed Finn was going to win. 
So inserting Seth into that match suddenly made it, gave me gave you more of a reason to watch. Yeah, and then yeah. it turned out to be. Well, it's interesting. I don't know whether it's going to be, uh, if it is going to be a seven-person limit. Yeah, I think they said it is. Oh, they have. So part of me thought maybe they'll have a match on Raw to decide, but... Um, How are they going to play this out? Triple threat to start, yeah, maybe? I imagine it's got to be. I saw something on Twitter. Or a double going to build another pod. <laughs> yeah, I saw something on Twitter saying um, that uh, reports the state is going to be a triple threat at the start. And I was thinking, well, what other way would they possibly do it? And someone someone tweeted back going, well, if I'm not mistaken, um, as the chamber has five pods instead of four, so and they'll just start with two. And I was, I'm just well, thinking... Then you are mistaken. So in a normal <laughs> six-man match, it's yeah. the first five minutes just someone yeah. standing yeah. on their own yeah, in a spare um, pod in the chamber. Someone was like, no, it's four, not five. And he was like, oh, yes, you're correct. I've done some research on Google and there is actually four. <laughs> done some research. Just look at a fucking photo. <laughs> I actually want to see Braun in one of the pods. Like, I think they're going to have to make it a bit bigger. <laughs> nah. They, well, they, they've, they've, they've had a big show in them, haven't they, before? But they'll, they'll, say, they'll say when he goes into the pod, oh, I don't know if he's going to fit. Yeah. <laughs> Reconstructed. Yeah, we've had to have to sell the, 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 the chamber reinforced. Like, oh, come There's on. now six miles of chain. <laughs> yeah, but haven't they made it safer? They Last year, they supposedly made the the cell floors a bit more padded yeah because before there was nothing but this time they were a bit padded over i want to go back which like when someone landed on the outside there wasn't much of a noise whereas before when people landed people go (laughs) yeah that's what i want to see though did it painful um i want to see pain Now say it in a more menacing voice and you'd sound like you're doing a promo. I wanna see pain. I wanna see pain <laughs> Soccer <laughs> We're coming for you. We're coming for you Uh Tigger <laughs> Tigger Um so you, you wanna see people maimed in the elimination chamber. <laughs> yeah, why not? It's like do you know what I mean? Why not? <laughs> Like, don't put him in the elimination chamber if you're just going to have a pansy match in the mid-fucking ring. I, I get that perspective, but at the same like time... Hell in it's... the Cell. I hate Hell in the Cells that just are in the ring. I'll fucking do something with the Cell here. At the same time, it's five, six weeks before Mania. I don't, don't give a fuck. Injury. Yes, you do. <laughs> just fucking kill each other. If Braun got injured in the elimination chamber and was not able to be at WrestleMania, you'd be like, what the fuck did they do that? <laughs> if he hits a good spot, then I'll be like, no, I love that. <laughs> he's gonna do a running power slam onto one of the chamber walls and the wall's gonna come down into the crowd Braun's just gonna tip the chamber over <laughs> yeah, he's, gonna, he's, gonna get, he's gonna get eliminated and then tip the chamber up with everyone inside it who's gonna eliminate him? <laughs> Roman Reigns is he, is he gonna eliminate everyone? yes I reckon it'll be Roman and Seth eliminate Braun Roman eliminates Seth Mm. Much like, well, could you imagine if it was the other way around? Cause Seth gets p- retribution for the Rumble elimination. Yeah, that, well, that would be great. But Roman's winning. Happen. So, Roman. <sighs> fucking Roman. <laughs> Mind you, saying that, I'd rather him win the title than fucking Brock Lesnar still have it. Well, there you go. And you know it? how much I hate Roman. Reigns. Progress for you. Yeah. It's- yeah, uh, I just started speaking. Um, yes, yeah. didn't have a plan for what I was going to say. Your head just went. No, stop talking. Stop, stop. It was like Sid Vicious in the promo. 
Can we, can we, can we start over? Like I said, I should we're, say. we're live. <laughs> we're live, buddy. Pal, actually. Oh, pal, it's pal. Oh, can you imagine? This is how he goes. Can, can we start over? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine what they'd like? It went through his head. Oh, fuck, are we? <laughs> I've really just fucked that bit up. I mean, you could see the fear in his eyes when JR said that to him. Uh, back to Raw. Come on. Back on track. And we finished with Raw. No. There's still loads we, we haven't talked about. Well, there's not really much more to talk about. Um, Let's do a, a 60 second rundown. All right. For stuff we've already talked about and stuff we haven't, or just stuff we haven't? Stuff we've talked about, stuff we haven't. All right. We've only got 30 seconds down. Each segment and just say good, bad, what. Right. Go. Miz lost to Cena. Good, bad, what. Bad. I didn't want to see him lose. Didn't mind it. I didn't expect him to win, so it was a good match. Bailey beat Sasha. Good, bad, what? Good. Good match. Uh, it makes the potential future more intriguing. Um, Revival lost to Gallows and Anderson. Beat Gallows and Anderson. I love the Revival. Um, good to see both teams getting time and attention. They need to be pushed. I'm going way too fast. <laughs> I, can't I can't remember. I can't remember. I like Um... Stalled, momentum stalled. What else was there? Seamus Roman. Seamus Roman. Good, bad, what? Decent match. Um, I was. I worry about Seamus taking more and more bumps now. Rolling sent on on the floor with someone with sty- spinal stenosis. Yes. Yeah. You can see him cringe, and whether he's just selling or whether he's literally like in so much pain, I don't know. Yeah. Matt, it was alright. It was alright. Um, fatal five way then. Uh, Bray, Matt. Apollo, Seth, Finn. Double finish. Seth and Finn both win. Which, by the way, was... I'm going to slow it down now. Didn't like the ending because all Bray, all that happened to Bray was he fell from the second rope. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like, He's not Yokozuna. Like, that doesn't hurt as much for him. It was silly in that you win, your music plays. Yeah. No one's music plays and you can both hear them, especially Seth, going, yeah! yeah! So if I was celebrating a win and I could hear someone behind me celebrating, I would... Like I would probably at least turn around, but neither of them turned around for about a minute. I love how they both went to different corners and yeah. didn't look at each other. It's like that wouldn't come on. <laughs> I won. I won. Yeah. Well, that was raw though, yeah. And also, as a referee, are you not doing a shit job if you count both of them? Yeah. One, you not be two, like, oh, three. I can't, I can't yeah. do it. You're both covering. Um, quick side note: Does anyone think Apollo Cruz would make um one of those annoying heels? Yes, I feel he'd be much better as a heel. Because I was watching his uh Cruz can't lose his his promo before the match. No I was, I was feeling he should be that annoying, overly positive heel like the New Day were originally. Yeah. Uh, I feel that would be more effective. It was a touch of a the bland touch, baby face. It was a touch of the New Days about the Titus Worldwide segment. By the way, I thought I thought I bet you used to were really good when they sent Renee away. Yeah, more Renee, please. She's seen her. She dyed her hair really yeah, blonde, yeah. like really blonde. Roots blonde. Yeah. I don't really care. <laughs> uh, Renee Young, good, bad, or what? Always good. Never bad. <laughs> Not coming to you, Matt. Uh, <laughs> Page was on. What else? Ah, yeah. so. And this is what I was going to say. Does anyone... Remember what we said before, how they obviously listen to our podcast because yeah. they were stuff about <laughs> Roman Reigns' moves. Yeah, in her wrestling gear. Last week we said she doesn't have to be in her wrestling gear and lo and behold, although she was still in her wrestling top, she was top. wearing jeans. Yeah. Great news. <laughs> well, it's not great news. So it's, it's not great news. I mean, it'd be, be better news if easier. she was wrestling. It's probably easier for her. However, she did put a photo up before on Instagram before Raw of her in blue jeans and she comes out on Raw in black jeans so she still had to get changed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, fair enough so I the quick think... side though actually I'm 
actually loving uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll tell you, I'm more invested in Mandy Rose than I am Sonya Deville. Yeah, see, I am the other way around. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I think they they have pretty high hopes for them both. I think the way they're the way they built and the way they talk about Sonya. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think I said a couple of weeks ago, I've been impressed or surprised with Mandy Rose. Yeah, I've been quite impressed with them. To be fair, um, I kind of worried for them after the whole page thing. Yeah. But, um, they've 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 done all right. Um, Mandy Rose. I don't know if any of you watched the mixed match challenge with Goldust that she the match oh, I she didn't had watch with Jay it. I haven't and, watched um, it. Naomi, but Jimmy. Jimmy, sorry, and Naomi. Um, <laughs> the um, she did really well, like out on her own. She she didn't have Paige or Sonya Deville with her or anything, so she did she did really well. Sort of, I say out there on her own. She had Goldust, but she was sort of adding a bit more character work to it and 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 whatever. And I can't see myself well. watching that mixed match challenge. I already watched like seven hours worth of have you watched any of it no have you Aiden I've, I've I haven't watched a match all the way through but I've seen highlights of pretty much every match I've watched every match seven hours of wrestling what... a week is that a lot do you know what it's like it's like watching a it's like match a house, it's, like <clears throat> it's a house show match basically yeah. that's called on the fly and you can tell it's called on the fly um, because they're, they're shouting at each other throughout the whole match basically <laughs> um, but it's quite entertaining. I, Michael I Cole annoys the fuck out of me on it. I, he just annoys me in general. But yeah, Michael um, Cole annoys me in general. He, it's it's interesting. It's fun. It's different to see them acting in different ways. I love the videos that they've been putting up on Instagram and Twitter of um, listening to what they're shouting at each other during the matches. Yeah, yeah. Because they're shouting at each other in character. They're not like spot calling. I did. Well, see they a, do spot call. Did anyone see last night's? I've yeah, seen I watched a little it. bit. Has Rusev worn something really he like... wore Lana's <laughs> he wore Lana's gear yeah, yeah. a bit like Big E did with Carmella's <laughs> it, just, just watching it though I just can't I want to give it a chance but I just can't buy Lana as a wrestler yeah what do you mean Lana is the best Lana's number one <laughs> Lana she's number one like, she's not in intimidating and you become so used to her as not a wrestler so when she is and everyone takes a piss because she's not a wrestler yeah like they they acknowledge on TV that she's a joke yeah, but I felt I felt that added to it. Like, so we'll go to Mr. Challenge. Rusev and Lana won, um, mm. and I thought that really added to it at the end, where there was like this, they were having like this big celebration in the middle of the ring, just her and Rusev. Did and she, she was like, "I won!" Did you see the promo that they put out of her trying to break, break the wood? The wood yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought, I've really enjoyed the I, I Lana like, Rusev stuff. Just pretty much everyone in general. All the videos they've been putting of. I've watched a whole like web series almost about Bailey and Elias. Yeah. <laughs> There's like eight segments I watched. I was like, why am I, why am I watching this? <laughs> Just them trying to get on. Yeah, it has been, it's been very entertaining. Um, just refreshing, something different. Yeah, I quite liked it. Um, I think the next one is Bobby Roode and Charlotte. I think that's the last versus Nia, Nia and Apollo. <laughs> Ooh. Slightly underwhelming that well, one. I mean, Cruz can't lose, so. Well, he probably will. Uh, right, that covers Raw and also a little bit of a mixed match challenge. I don't think there's anything we missed off, really, was there? Other than people cheering the fact that Jason Jordan's got a serious neck injury, but hey, yeah. uh, less about that the better. Just, oh, just don't be a twat. Mm. If if Kurt Angle tells you that Jason Jordan's had neck surgery and is missing mania, don't. <laughs> 
But and there wasn't just a smattering of people go. There was like a whole arena of people doing yes chants. I know it. It's just like a, a domino effect kind of thing. Someone does it, and then more people do it. But like a twat like me would do it first. <laughs> it's just it is just that. Like if you're wishing injury upon I'm not wishing someone who just just celebrating it just happened to happen on someone who has obviously hurt themselves trying to entertain you most likely didn't entertain me though specifically you. <laughs> yeah. man. Then are oh, you just a? Oh, you're don't an say it! Don't say it! You're an Enzo and Mojo. <laughs> you are. A see you next Tuesday. There's only one word to describe you, and we'll spell it out because we can't say it. <laughs> oh, I almost did. Um, I am one of them, though. <laughs> I quite happily admit that I am one of them. You're soft. The fans, or no, the see you next Tuesday. <laughs> I am one. Fair enough. A whatever big you, one. Whatever you say. No comment. You can call me. I don't care. People do. Really? Yeah. On the regular. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Man, she's got some mean friends. Is one of the people who calls you at Kurt Angle? Or Pete Dunn? Whenever you follow him around. <laughs> yes. Well, he's he's got he's got wives to that. He's... I bet I bet Steve doesn't call you it. Yeah, he does. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe we should call him more and then he'll want to watch Raw Rumble with us. True. <laughs> Probably never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. That brings us to the end of Monday Night Raw, I think, unless you've got anything you want to add. Nope. Nope. Matt? <sighs> no. Cool. <laughs> gold dust in <laughs> Oh, that was impressive. Um, speaking of impressive... No, no, no laughter for that. Okay, whatever. Um, we've got a new segment coming up for you guys. Well, since it's fat, what, what? Well, I mean, you can't just say speaking of something and then not follow up and expect us to laugh. I believe I can, and I will what? continue to do so. Okay. <laughs> so we have got a new segment coming up for you guys. It's falling a bit flat now. Don't ever want to do it anymore. That's what she said. Um... <laughs> Claire is still listening. Speaking of, happy Valentine's Day. It's a Valentine's Day special. So, we spend a lot of time on this podcast, and every other podcast I ever listen to about wrestling, by the way, basically slating the things we hate about wrestling. But since it's Valentine's Day, I thought it would be appropriate, and almost imperative, that we spend a little bit of time talking about the things we love about wrestling. Love Valentine's Day, get it? Yeah? Cool. I'm All with on you. the same wavelength. No, I don't get it. No? No. I'll explain later. Um, it's so. the thing you've never been in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking, because you let it have it out anyway. Because <laughs> you're a knob like that. Uh, right, so this, 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 this loving segment's gone well. Uh, <laughs> Your face only joking. <laughs> no, no one can see that. I'm only joking. I'm only messing with you. Bit of friendly banter. Let's just hurry up. <laughs> right, so I think I think we pushed Aiden the other way into really pissed off. Yeah, he's not gone from all right to good. <laughs> yeah. He's gone from all right to not all right. He's <laughs> gone to not good. Remember, do you remember that time he came on his birthday and it was the worst day ever? Is now at that that sort of level. <laughs> I think this is worse. Anyway, we'll move on. So hopefully, what makes you feel better, Aiden, is talking about things that you do love. Um, and you, Matt, I can tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I'm going to do for both of you is going to ask you 
I'm going to give you a, a couple of categories, and I want you to just talk around them for a few minutes. Uh, You've got to do yours as well. well I'll, I'll chip in here and there. Um, but well, essentially what I'm going to do is ask for your favourite type of thing or your favourite <laughs> wrestling moment. Things like that. Um, so let's start with a, with a big one. So what, Matt? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you can't laugh at a big one. Let's start with a big one. A <laughs> <The> big one. <laughs> <laughs> That's choking on a big one. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Let's start with a big one. <laughs> so, Matt. Well, don't come to me, I'm choking. Oh, for God's sake. <coughs> Aiden. What, what is your most loved slash favourite love? Don't say mine. Love in there. Pay-per-view of all time in WWE. Go for it. Take the mic. Okay. There's obvious ones which... Everyone loves. You got certain WrestleManias, but don't say it because that might be mine. One of, if not my very favourite pay per view, is I just love SummerSlam 2002. I mean, remind us quickly. So running down the card, right? Have you have you not looked at the card recently? I saw a video of this on on Twitter. Uh, someone basically basically. They did the whole match card in like a the, lot of in my, the graphics. A lot of my two thousands go like blurry. Yeah, they did the whole match card in I think it's in, in GIF actually, or a GIF or whatever you want to call it. Uh, where they just did each title graphic or each match graphic and it, the card was ridiculous, wasn't it? So give us a card in. Cat Angle versus Rey Mysterio on Ray's debut. Which Cat Angle actually won. Uh, Rick Flair defeats Chris Jericho. Uh Edge defeats Eddie Guerrero. The Un-Americans, Christian and Lance Storm, who were the tag champions, defeated Booker T and Goldust. I'm already wanting to go back and watch this. RVD defeated Chris Benoit for the Intercontinental Championship. Who? RVD. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Undertaker defeats Test. Shawn Michaels defeats Triple H in the unsanctioned Street Fight, which is one of my favourite matches of all time. Shawn Michaels' return. And Brock Lesnar defeats The Rock to capture the Undisputed Championship. You must love that. Brock <laughs> versus Rock. Um, just top to bottom. Star-studded. Uh, and just the quality of matches, especially... I remember the Kurt and Ray match. It's the first time you'd seen Ray. And it was crazy. Kurt bumping all over the place. Um, and yeah, just the, the Shawn Michaels-Triple H match. Mental. Just seeing Shawn... Shawn's Always one of my favourites, anyway. Taking them backbreakers. Yeah, oh, it's it it like it's hard to watch, especially yeah. at the end where Triple H hits him with the sledgehammer after after the match. It's always forgotten that Sean wins that match. If I'm not mistaken, that was a couple of years ago a thing on the game. You have to recreate that match. Yes. Mm. And it made me go back and watch it. Yeah, and then you've also got the Brock versus Rock, where the crowd were really against Rock. And after the match, he basically that's when he turns. Yeah. He says to the crowd, like, well, fuck you guys, then, and becomes Hollywood Rock. Yeah, he went away for a while as well, didn't he, after that? That was the last we saw of him for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, going yeah, away. Love that, that, love that SummerSlam. I would, yeah. de- I would definitely watch, watch it again if I had a spare three hours or so. Good choice. I, I quite like that one. Um, Matt, coming to you then. 
I know you've been desperate to get this one in. Well, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's the one that I would say if you're ever going to watch a WrestleMania, and you're new, I'd say if you're new to wrestling, watch something from. <laughs> yeah, from watch something. <laughs> WrestleMania 17. By far, best WrestleMania ever. I think a lot of people would agree. Can, Do you want, can, just, can you believe that that WrestleMania is now as long ago now as WrestleMania 1 was for, for WrestleMania 17? <laughs> Don't go there, because I'm as old as WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Matt is the same age as WrestleMania. Damn. 85, you're it was the first You're not 85. <laughs> no, 85 was the first <laughs> one. You look great for 85. Wait, you look all right for 85. Right, shall I go through? Shall I go through the uh, the card? Yeah, go for it. So we've got Chris Jericho versus William Regal for the IC title. Mm-hmm. Underrated match. Yeah, yeah, that was an underrated match. Uh, Can Eddie... Jericho at WrestleMania big responsibility? Eddie versus Test for the European title. I don't really remember that. Ch- <laughs> so memorable. Uh, China versus Ivory for the women's title. It was a good match. Shane versus Vince in a street fight. Love that match. TLC. My. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler. Spoiler alert. Eddie, Edge and Christian win. Uh, Undertaker Triple H. Weren't their best match, but still good. Gimmick Battle Royal. Yeah, that that match is. Often large, forgotten about. Largely forgotten. It was completely ignored. Yeah, and. It, a lot went on in that match. The referee was dead for 15 minutes. <laughs> Mike Kyoto, I think, got, got one punch. Did he not get ignored when they feuded again? That's what yeah. I mean. And they mentioned all the matches they had at WrestleMania, all the times they'd fought, and they just completely ignored it. Anyway, on to the gimmick Battle Royal. Iron we Sheet had, wins, didn't he? Oh, the Iron Sheet wins. We had Brother Love, the Bushwhackers, Jim Cornette, Doink, the Clown... Duke Dumpster Drosy Earthquake Gobbledygook Oh fucking hell <laughs> Gobbledygook uh, Michael Hayes <laughs> Hillbilly Jim Karma One Man Gang Repo Man Silent Slaughter Tugboat And Nikolai Volkov With um, Mean Gene And Is it Bobby Heenan? Yeah On commentary, on commentary Yeah And then obviously The best promo ever For The Rock Versus Stone Cold Yes, oh, love yeah. that one. Greatest video package of all time. Oh, without doubt. So, yeah, that's mine. Missing a match from that. Um, am I? Yeah, a very good and underrated match as well. What match? Benoit Kurt Angle. That was 17, right? I don't know. Yeah, it was. Benoit Kurt Angle. Look, I don't think it was. On, you were just on the wiki page. Benoit Kurt Angle. Very good match. Let me just see. Wikipedia would have. Hi. Hello. It was second before last. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Technical master. Sorry, I was going to have a look back. Oh, yeah, so they've obviously. <laughs> scrubbed that one. Scrubbed that one. <clears throat> um, I would be, yeah, so both of those really great great uh, pay-per-views I'd be tempted to agree with yours Matt but however I'm going to throw another one in there and it's one that we actually uh, and you and I watched very recently it's Royal Rumble 2001 just uh, and I'm, it's really in the forefront because we did do that that episode so if you want to listen to it go back and listen 
of the Royal Rumble match rundown that we did. Um, but it's just, uh, yeah, just a really great card. So we had, we had the Dudleys versus Edge and Christian for the title. So we had new champions in that one. Um, <clears throat> Jericho defeated Benoit in an insane ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. One of my favourite ladder matches ever. One of my favourite matches of all time. Um, as we mentioned in the uh, in the podcast, I think one of the greatest, if not most, looking back on it in hindsight, unwise chair shots <laughs> <laughs> that could ever have taken place. Uh, we had Ivory against China. Ivory actually beat China um, in a singles match. That was China's whole... Spike pole driver broken neck thing. Yep. Uh, so even that was intriguing for a women's match at that time, which is ridiculous. Uh, Kurt Angle beat Triple H in the uh, WWE title match. Thanks to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, so we had that whole feud running through. And then the Royal Rumble match itself, won obviously by Stone Cold, um, which led up to the, the pay-per-view yeah. match or the WrestleMania match with The Rock that you've just mentioned, Matt. Um, but just a really great Royal Rumble. Probably my favourite Royal Rumble of all time match itself I mean yeah closely followed by this year's <laughs> I love this year's rumble this year's was good yeah I think yeah. men's men's well, <laughs> we have to we have to differentiate men's. but I should say that this year's women's Royal Rumble match was the best women's Royal Rumble match I've ever seen yeah <laughs> mm. yeah um, so yeah Royal Rumble 2001 for me I just, it was a great great Can time I give an honourable mention to probably my runner up yeah and it's probably the the pay per view that I've watched most, like most times, WrestleMania twenty two. Okay, I can see why. You got quick rundown: Big Show and Kane defeating Carlito and Masters, Chris Masters, to keep their titles. Sounds not, like not a classic right. that one. <laughs> yeah. Then you've got uh, Money in the Bank ladder match run by Rob Rob Van Dam, which is mental. Which is who? The <laughs> didn't mean who to him, did I? Which is the first. <laughs> The first cross-brand uh, Money in the Bank ladder match. You can see that WWE have... Uh, because I got my list off the WWE, so they definitely have scrubbed Benoit from anything that they... Then you've got... Uh, all, it, all it would say otherwise is Kurt Angle in a match. Then <laughs> <laughs> you've got um, JBL via heelish tactics defeating Benoit for the US title. Um, one of my favourite matches of all time, Edge defeating Mick Foley in the hardcore match. Yeah. I literally watched this the day before yesterday. Just because it was mental. Uh, Boogeyman defeats Booker T and yeah, and Charmel, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey James and Trish Stratus. Legendary moment. One, yeah, one of the most famous women. Again, someone they've edited out. Undertaker, Mark Henry in a casket match, not so great. Sure, Michael was Vince McMahon. I love this match. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. And JR's call in this match is probably one of the best, the best calls in wrestling history. He just loses his mind. It's so good. Rey Mysterio, Kurt Angle, and Randy Orton in a short and underrated match. Well, I imagine some time got cut off for this, but Rey's christening moment, crowning moment. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, as champion. Toy- Only because Eddie died. Tory Wilson defeats Candice Michelle <laughs> <laughs> in a Playboy Velo fight, and then John Cena defeats Triple H. Um, and just for pure amount of times I've watched it, my three favourite matches, obviously the the ladder match, street fight, and the hardcore match. It's just, I just love it. Do you know which pay per view I have watched more than any other? It's only because I had it on tape. This is how this is going back. How far? <laughs> VHS. VHS was King of the Ring '93. One by Bret Hart. One by Bret Hart. Mm. One of my favourite wrestlers of all time. Yeah, I remember. 
I remember this pay-per-view. I don't remember watching it live, but I remember watching it when I was very young. So probably probably around the 95 time where I started watching all the old tapes. Um, and thinking, he can't he, he can't win three matches in one night. Yeah, I was a little bit like that. <laughs> I was like, this is insane. And for, to see the calibre of people... Well, probably not them, because I didn't probably know the calibre of people he was fighting. Mm. But if you look back on it now, mm. to beat... Uh, Razor Ramon, Mr. Perfect, and Bam Bam Bigelow in one night. And that Mr. Perfect match was a pretty a, good match. Yeah, it was a good match. And uh, just to see the way that he, he, he could figure out a way to beat Bam Bam Bigelow, someone twice his size almost, um, was impressive. Yeah, just Bret Hart on the whole. <laughs> Love pretty much everything he did. That was, that was a good... Not anymore, though. Bitter old man. I see, I'm a little... I'm a little bit on the side of I feel sorry for him. Yeah, but it's been a long time. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but if you, but it, it, it's not, it's not just things like what happened with Montreal and that that he's bitter about. He just comes across as just this this grizzly old veteran who anything that anything that isn't his way is wrong. Yeah. Well, we could get into this for a long time. Yeah. King of Ring Night 3, though, good shout. That's the one where Joey Lauder attacks. Attacks at the him end, at the end, right? yeah. Um, I remember thinking, why did this happen <laughs> at that time? And I don't remember there being too much of a build-up to it. Um, is it because he was, he was the, king. the king? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that's when really he started kicked it off It was the first food. King of the Ring, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. And it, it that, well, in, debatable. In a long time. Yeah, Harley Race won a King of the Ring yeah, tournament. Yeah, it was... The it was first, the first yeah. of that iteration of it, yeah. I guess. Um, but that kick-started that Jerry Lawler, Bret Hart feud, which lasted for a good Six couple of years. I was a little bit gutted that. in that pay-per-view as well that Tatanka didn't beat Lex Luger. <laughs> um, but yeah, that lasted. It went on all the way through till 96, I believe, because yeah. then we had the debut of Isaac Yankum. What, what a wrestler he was. Yeah. Um, Whatever happened to him? <laughs> Probably pulling. I hear he's running for mayor of Kentucky. Well, not the whole of Kentucky, Tennessee, isn't it? Is it not the mayor of Tennessee? No, it's Knox County or Knox. Oh, Knox County. Yeah, it is Knox yeah, County. Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky, Knox <laughs> County. Um, Somewhere in America. <laughs> by the way, just on a little bit of a tangent. Well, it's not a tangent. Well, it is a little bit. Uh, as we know, Glenn Jacobs is running for mayor of Knox County. Um, That's Isaac Yankum, right? Yeah. He tweeted a picture of his car that he drives around campaigns in. It's like a little smart car. <laughs> Can you imagine putting out to some lights, looking to your left and your right, <laughs> and seeing Kane sat in the front seat of a fucking like smart he goes car? around in his mask and wig and gear. <laughs> yeah, just takes it off as soon as he gets somewhere. Uh, but yeah, it was something about potholes that he tweeted about. It was like probably vowing to fix them or whatever. He was like, it, this this car is a, is a mean beast, but even this couldn't cope with the bottles I've just seen. <laughs> just, just, that's a very tenuous way of trying to get people to vote for you. <laughs> I just thought it was a bit weird seeing Kane. The image of Kane in a smart car. Very strange. Um, right. Carrying on with the segment then. I've got a couple more categories for you, so let's kind of keep it a little bit short this time. Trim it. Trim it down. Um, Matt. I'm going with you this time. Okay. What is your favourite slash most loved WWE match of all time? Big question. So many candidates. So, 
you might not agree. You might go, really? NXT take over Dallas. Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. So you're going something recent? Yeah. Recent-ish. Because I feel that at the time I was probably like a bit annoyed at WWE. They were at crossroads. Yeah. And I think this just made me go, oh, this is why I watch wrestling. This type of match is why I watch wrestling. You feel like you've become slightly maybe disillusioned. And yeah, yeah. This, and this, this, this match just, just pulled you back in. Pulled me back. Well, it didn't. It just absolutely... Reinforced why you yeah, watch. Why I love wrestling. It's the kind of match where I watch and like, li- listen to the crowd reaction and stuff where I just go, man, I wish I was a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look at all the shit stuff and I'm like, oh, maybe not. I've... To be honest, I'm not watching that Sami Zayn Shinsuke match and thinking, damn, I wish I was a wrestler. I'm thinking, I'm so glad I'm not a wrestler. This so, looks like it hurts. But just think, yeah. like, when you get reactions like that and when you know you've had a match like that, it must feel amazing. Once you're getting a shout of fight forever, yeah, that's yeah. got to feel good. And Sami Zayn putting him in a submission and people saying, please don't tap. Yeah. They, yeah. Don't it, they don't want it to be over. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good shout. I like, I like that shout. It's a different take on what people maybe would expect um, people to say. Um, Aiden, I'm coming to you. Are you going to be a bit more cliche, maybe? I'm so stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely not all right anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not all right. It's um, it's all right. We're not going to criticise you for the choice you make. It's, it's boiling down. We might. Well, I'm going to criticise myself. <laughs> it's boiling down to a trilogy of matches, um, and it's it's fine. That's too many choices. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's finding the best one of the three. Well, listen, and we'll help you. So, the the first option is the triangle ladder match at Mania 2000. Good shout. Yep. Second option is the TLC match <laughs> at SummerSlam 2000. <laughs> And the third match is the TLC match at WrestleMania 17. Do you really like TLC matches? <laughs> I, just, I just loved it. I've watched com- the f- I think combined. The, f- all the of- first TLC match was just, it had everything that you wanted. The first TLC or the first, the triangle ladder? No, the first the SummerSlam TLC. SummerSlam. One. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it had everything you wanted. I what, what I liked about that one is there's, there's a little bit of involvement from Lita, but... Um, it's essentially just these six guys. Whereas by the time Mania 17 had come round, and Rhino, that was the Mania. Interrupt. Because Spike Dudley Sorry. came out as well. Then, yeah, because then you had Spike, you had Rhino, and then you had Lita. Um, and I'm I'm very torn. Um, but I think, like combined between these three matches, I've watched all. I've watched them probably at least fifty times. I've watched, so you've I, invested a lot of your life I, watching these three matches. These matches. I can, each three of these matches, I can pretty much go from spot to spot and know exactly how the match goes. Um, but I think my choice for favourite match ever is Mania 17, the TLC match. I think it's a good choice. Because it just had the extra elements of the, the partners coming in and the visual of I can remember spear. that moment yeah. that spear on Jeff Hardy I can I've remember seen it a thousand times SummerSlam one and thinking 
Oh, I didn't want them to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they won all of them, right? Yeah, yeah, they won all. They won all three of them. And then at Mania, I was like, oh, they, well, they won't win this one. <laughs> yeah. And then when they won again, I was like, oh. Uh. <laughs> What's also kind of forgotten is that going into the Triangle Ladder match, they were, they were baby faces, Edge and Christian. It was like only slightly just in the week leading up to it where they they had heelish tendencies and that they were annoyed that everyone kind of forgot about them in the match. And then it was after that where they turned heel. So everyone always forgets that they were actually faces going into it and it was the Dudleys who were the heels. And what that match led to, obviously, was a, a great run for Richard Christian. A great yeah. run for all three teams, really. Yeah. yeah. We really dominated that division for that period. And then, obviously, later on to the single success of both Edge... Mainly Edge, but a little bit of Christian uh, and Jeff Hardy as well. I know we rarely do this, but can we have a round of applause for them three teams in all three of them matches? We can. Go on. <laughs> it's just uh, every time I watch it, I, I never get bored of it. Um, all the spots you've got swans on off the ladder, you've got people going through four tables on the outside, you've got people doing, you've got people like Christian doing bumps from the top of the ladder to the floor. And then you've got the spear. If it was me doing this year's Hall of Fame, I'd put all three teams in there. Well, one, the one of them, one in. of them, still active. And the Dudleys are going in. The Dudleys Ed, are going Ed, in. Ed, Ed, Ed and Christian deserve to go in as a team. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, I don't know if they ever will because they're going separately. But um, we well, Christian's not in, is he? No, at the Christian's minute, not in. Christian's not in. Which is. Such a shame. I <laughs> know. Oh, because he never got the retirement either. No, he never did. Yeah. No, he never got to officially. I don't think he has officially retired. That's the thing. He, he has. He says it on his podcast. Yeah, he says it on the retired. podcast all the but time. He, ne- he never got to go out and announce, yeah. I'm retired. And yeah, it's a bit of a shame. Every, everyone from inside the business, from that I've heard, says that they always found, like they say Christian's like one of the most underrated and best workers they've ever had. And Bruce Pritchard was saying that when they had Edge and Christian on their books initially, kind of before they went with the brood, um, everyone looked at Christian as the better worker and the more likely to succeed. Edge if, just had that. If you look, look back at the they? brood, you would never go, they're going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they could just get rid of that Gangrel guy, <laughs> <Yeah>. that'd be <laughs> great. <laughs> so cool, though. Yeah. Um, also, a shout out to. Gangrel? No. <laughs> Shout out to Edge and Christian versus the Hardys in the very first ever tag team ladder match, I thought. Yeah, that was and a good that match. That was a great match. Shout out to um, the Hardys versus the Dudleys uh, table match at Royal Rumble 2000. 2000. yeah. First ever table, tag team tables match. Brutal. Um, right, I'm going to le- be a little bit more predictable, I think. Uh, just because I you, know exactly where you're going. Well, just because neither of you guys have mentioned it. And it I'll definitely, take a Shawn Michaels. Definitely <laughs> deserves a mention. So, well, which one? That's the question. So, um, 25 for me. Is the better match. Yeah. That's what I think. But 26, because of the stipulation, because of what was riding on it, because I was so invested in both these guys, uh, first Undertaker streak and Shawn Michaels' whole career. Do you know what I wish? That we could have watched these together. Yes. And we could have been doing like something like this back then. Yeah. I would have... Uh... You probably watched it with Steve, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've known Steve for 10 years. <laughs> you know me for 22? Me for 29 going off, eh? <laughs> Just saying. Um, but, yeah, right, 26. For all that was riding on it, the added drama and emotion of it, and just the fact that I genuinely thought that Shawn Michaels was ending The Undertaker's streak at 
probably ten different times in that match. Yeah, there's a lot of. It made me so sad. Like, if if they, because Shawn Michaels was still like at the top of his game, um, and this was around the time. I know he's still having matches and um, stuff, but this is around the time where Undertaker starts to decline a bit for me. Like he's he's starting to have his kind of only couple matches a year kind of yeah. schedule, um, and although the quality of his matches were still great, they just weren't as frequent. So I, if the if the stipulation was if Undertaker loses he retires and not Sean, I could have easily seen that happening. Yeah. And here we are nearly 10 years later and he's still potentially still active. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is testament to him. Yeah. They can uh, still can go. You, can you believe it? His schedule helps. Years. I can. It does feel like a long time ago. It's mental. Mm. Maybe actually eight does sound like a lot, a lot of years. Ten, this year's 10 years since Ric Flair retired. Yeah, that feels about 10 years ago to me. But yeah, yeah I think you're right. Maybe with the Shawn Michaels one. If you look at one. Charlotte in that, yeah. it oh, yeah, definitely feels so like... Older then than she does now. Flair. <laughs> yeah. Terrible hair. Um, but yeah, for me, 26. WrestleMania 26. Undertaker Shawn Michaels takes the crown for me. Um, but your guys shout very good. I like them all. Um, I'm going to go with something. Which match would you love to see? In terms of like current roster, you can pick any wrestler, any WWE you can wrestler. Pick what you like. Hmm, what match would I love to see? So I told you mine earlier. You did, yes. Yeah, so you want to go for so it? So mine would be Shinsuke Nakamura versus Pete Dunn. Hmm. We know you're a big Dunn fan. No, never done with Dunn. <laughs> so yeah, I would love to see that match. I just think it would be brutal. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I think I'll probably go current current roster. I would love, and it's on a one-off match. I guess we've already seen him come back to me. <laughs> so I have two choices. I have fourteen choices. And I'm very. <laughs> I've got a whole WrestleMania. Let me guess. You're stressed out about it. I'm, I'm very torn. Um, by I'm going for. I'll give you my two options. Either AJ Either Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Either AJ Styles versus Kenny Omega, or oh, I like that AJ Styles versus Peak Shawn Michaels. Bastard! Oh. Just pick my match. <laughs> and so are we going? So we're we going back in time as well. Is that allowed? You can we go can whatever. Yeah. So for reasons which will become clear in a minute, I'm going with AJ and Michaels. Do you know what? I would, I've yeah. just thought another one. <laughs> Peak Bret Hart versus Kenny Omega. Good shout. Yeah, like the, the only issue with someone like Styles and versus Omega is that very similar style, so you, that doesn't necessarily always m- match so well. That's why I just thought Kenny Omega versus Peak yeah. Bret Hart would just have something that would intrigue me. I'm going to go outlandish now. I'm going to go for a ferocious five-way. What? <laughs> what? And I'm going to go peak Bret Hart. Yep. Peak Shawn Michaels. Yep. 
Well, let's just assume everyone's at their peak. No one's <laughs> yeah, here declining. No one's here declining. We concussed Bret Hart. Well, here's a quick, quick question. What is peak Shawn Michaels? For me, his second run. Second run, yeah. Not 1997? No. No, I'm going to say second run, yeah. Too much of a prick. Um, sorry. Uh, arrogant. Peak Bret. Prick. Peak Shawn. Peak Stone Cold. Peak Rock. Fuck off. <laughs> And AJ Styles. Who wins? Stone Cold. <laughs> oh, can, I, can I make it a six-pack and throw Pete Chris Jericho in there, please? Is this, <laughs> do what you want. Is this um, a six-pack um, challenge to get into the Elimination Chamber? I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really think anyone's going to want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the Elimination Chamber has Pete Kane, Pete Undertaker, <laughs> Pete Kurt Angle, Pete Rikishi, Pete Ishii. Um, if you put yours in the Hell in a Cell, I'm I'm sold. All right, Hell in a Cell then. Yeah, six pack Hell in a Cell, Peak Man Challenge. Peak Man <laughs> Challenge, love it. And AJ Styles. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> it's good. I might go make that match on 2K18. <laughs> Is it any good? Game. What the game? Yeah, average. Oh, okay. That was a good uh, addition. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. Good category. Quite like it. Very one, very quick one for you. What are you guys loving about the product right now? Braun, Elias, AJ. The specifics, production value. It looks incredible. Do you know what I'm loving? Two things. Two people were missing: Kane and Booker T. No more. <laughs> Loving the Usos. Loving the Usos. Usos, yeah. Loving the Usos. Yeah. And I'm loving how behind Rusev the crowd are. Yeah. It, it did start but to it, annoy me a little bit this week. It will. Rusev during other people's matches, yeah. It will annoy us, though, that he's not going to get pushed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, it's going to be in vain. Right. But uh, that, I thought that was a good little segment, Valentine's Day special. Yeah, there was one last segment, which I... I thought we were going to do, but you know, never mind. What were you going to go for? I thought we were going to do favourite wrestler ever. Well, you can add that one in there if you want, Matt. Matt assume... made his own one up. I'll just assume that was in there. Um... No, go for it. Go on. Give us your favourite. Actually, ask Matt. Why me? Why can't so, he ask uh, you? Aiden's come up with the question. He's got to ask you. So I'm going to go... I'm going to get you to start, actually, because you keep going last. Okay. Who's right. your favourite wrestler of all time? It is tough these days. Because I look back on Chris Jericho's career and how what he's still doing, and I think, do you know what? He's Chris Jericho up there. Yeah. Back in the day, I was very much of the fact that oh, I don't like Chris Jericho, but I look back on it now and think, you're an idiot. <laughs> what he, Jericho or you? Me? <laughs> you stupid idiot. I'm a stupid idiot. <laughs> I should be on that list. You're an ass clown. <laughs> because some of the stuff was genius. So, yeah, looking back on it, I was an idiot. It's difficult. Um, and by the way, Matt, um, you know what happens when you cut me off? What? You know what happens? What? Not a lot. You're much bigger than me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, Sorry. So, Chris Jericho's up there for me, but I just I don't think anyone will come close to Shawn Michaels for me. It's got to be Shawn. I think in ring... The best I've ever seen. Do you know what? I'd only wouldn't. A little bit of a dick. <laughs> I wouldn't go for Sean just because of that. Yeah. Because he was an arrogant prick. Mm. In his first run. 
Well, something like that. Yeah, he found God in his second, didn't he? Lost his smile but found the Lord. Yeah. So, for me, he's not my favourite wrestler because he was an arrogant prick. Mm. Fair enough. That's, that's fair. I think honourable mentions to Bret Hart, The Rock. Should we, let, let's do a top five. We do top five. All right. So, I'll go Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho second for me. Just for the longevity and how he's still putting it out and draw. Um, the Rock. Have a, have <laughs> one that nobody will think of. So yeah, have a curveball. Have, have I've a got curve a curveball, and we all know my curveball, but I'm going to put it in there anyway. Are you really going to say who I think you're going to say? <laughs> um, all right, so that's three. So I'll go with fourth of um, the Undertaker, and my curveball. I'm going to say... Well, we know it's not going to be Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> um, Favourite? I can't I can't not put AJ Styles in my top five, so... Um, well, right, then you're going to have to bump one of them out. Right, Undertaker's out. <laughs> <laughs> what? AJ goes in, and then I would say... Who have I really enjoyed that wouldn't really expect... It's a tough one. There's so many more deserving people than this, but I'm sure they'll understand. I really liked. No, oh, I can't say it. Just say it. <laughs> I really want to know now. Say it. I was going to say, I don't know, because I feel like I might be stealing your thunder if I say who I'm going to say. Say it. Tatanka. You really are. <laughs> but no, I'm not going to put the tugger in. Right. Oh, this is tough. Nope. I can't think of an oddball one. I can just think of a million really great ones. For instance, Kurt Angle, I haven't said. Uh, Let's not take up everyone. Because <laughs> then there's going to be no one left for me in that. Yeah. So you picked your five. Yeah, I'll go, yeah. AJ and The Undertaker are the last two on mine. So mine are going to not go in any particular order because I can't put them in an order. So I've got Bret Hart, Undertaker, Stone Cold, Chris Jericho. That's four, isn't it? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> and Tatanka. <laughs> and Tatanka. <laughs> Only because when I was really younger... Younger Tatanka. I don't know. It just... I was fascinated by... Him being a Native American and the headdress that he used to come out in. Yeah. I was just fascinated. gimmick, I thought. I was just fascinated by it. It wasn't an occupational gimmick. Yeah. (laughs) Which a lot of the words. And I actually was really upset two times when IRS um, pinned him to the ropes. So going caught up in the ropes and then pulled apart his headdress. Yeah. And when he turned heel against Lex Luger, <laughs> that got me. When he joined the Million Dollar Man's <gasps> group, Million Dollar Man. Yeah, I was there. I was a tearjerker. <laughs> I was a. I was a <laughs> but he went for the money, didn't he? He did. He went for the money. Prick. Um, and I met him once in Bletchley. I've told you. This yeah, story. we've we've said this. <laughs> so yeah, there's my five. Um. So you didn't, I guess, Tatanga's your oddball, your curveball one, Aiden. How about you? <clears throat> okay. Since it was your question. So, this is pretty tough. Um, there's obvious choices. 
Shawn Michaels is my number one. So I'm going to work backwards. Shawn Michaels being number one. Um, Jeff Hardy was always up there for me. Uh, Jericho comes. Jericho comes pretty close. I love Stone Cold. Stone Cold's definitely. Who my doesn't top five. love Stone Cold? You didn't even mention him. No, I, I wouldn't put him in my top five mainly because I thought, as much as great as his character was, and the great of all the moments have been, I didn't rate him in ring particularly. Mental. He's um, the ringmaster. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the master of the ring. Shawn Michaels, Jeff Hardy. Steve Austin, that's free. Um, Chris Jericho, you said. I oh, is he going in my top five? Yeah, yeah, I'll put Jericho in my top five. Yeah. Or do I? <laughs> I I put him in ahead of Seth Rollins just because he's been around, like for what he's done and how much longer he's been around. We um, all know how much you love Seth. My curveball, I don't think it's necessarily as odd as yours, either of yours, um, and I'll understand if you don't allow me to have this one, but Edge. That's not, no, <laughs> no. Who have you ever heard, apart from maybe Christian, say that their favourite wrestler is Edge? I would put Edge in my top ten. I wouldn't have him as a curveball. Alright. No, I'm not allowing Edge. Okay, fine. How about... Spike Dudley you can have. <laughs> <laughs> and if we briefly touched on him earlier... Uh, <laughs> Did we? <laughs> touched on him earlier. Rob Van Dam. Oh, I was going to say Rob Van Dam. <laughs> I've met Rob Van Dam. Yes, yeah, you have, yeah. Yes. I love Rob Van Dam. All his matches... Well, not all of his matches, but... He was all, <laughs> not all of them. He, he, he almost always put on a good match. Um, I, unintentionally, as a kid, it turned out that I was actually quite a smarky kid. In that I, <laughs> no. I liked, uh, I always liked mid two thousands. I liked Edge. I liked Jericho. I liked Randy Orton. Um, so I like I liked the heels, but I also liked guys who just could wrestle and put on good matches. So I liked people like RVD. But he didn't really have much of a character other than the fact that he was just always impressive in ring. He just said cool all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole fucking show. So um, yeah, I think Rob Van, Rob Van Damme is my... Um, notable absentees from all of our list include Roman Reigns and John Cena. <laughs> uh, you can't fuck off with both of them. Oh, I don't wow. think anyone wow. out over the age of 10 would put Cena or, or Reigns in their top, top wrestlers. And I'm maybe, quite maybe happy that two of us didn't put The Rock in. Rock is definitely close in there. Not for me. But I just think... We know why. He wouldn't be in my top 100. <laughs> I, pref- I just prefer... You're ridiculous. <laughs> so not. Do you know what? I've got you another got more thing vendettas to... than Shane. I've got, I've got another thing to add to this, why I don't like The Rock. So The Rock always says he's for the people. And Does he? He's one of the people. He loves his fans and all this. When we went to WrestleMania, he signed one... One autograph in that whole weekend that we were there. That you saw. No, 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 no. So he wasn't there the whole weekend. So they did VIPs, which Cena was involved with, and which other main event people were involved with. He wouldn't get involved with it. So he wouldn't be there, and he flew in the day of WrestleMania. 
he signed one thing and they sold it for £4,000, which was a title belt. Hmm. Well, it doesn't come across in the best way, but as a wrestler... Fuck him as a wrestler. He's tarnished everything that he ever did was good for me. Yeah? Yeah. Also, notable absentee from all of our list, Triple H. See, I love Triple H. He was going to be my... He'd be in my top... Sixth, maybe. Yeah, he'd yeah, be if, up if there. If we did a ten, I would definitely have Triple H. Could you imagine top. if we had to, between us, had to do our top four? Well, remember when we did our Mount Rushmore's? Or Survivor Series teams? Yeah. yeah. never finished. <laughs> I wish we had to finish them. We can do it next year. <laughs> <laughs> we can get back onto it. Um, yeah. If we had to do that i think i would explode so let's not <laughs> we could do a whole episode on it we could we could we pretty much spent a whole episode on this bloody segment <laughs> long episode um so yeah it's really great insight there i thought i quite enjoyed that i thought that was great there was a lot of love in the room a lot of love on valentine's day um back to something then that we didn't love let's get on to smackdown live Fire through Smackdown Live then. Conscious of time, Aiden. Um, <laughs> Old editor over there. Yeah. Um, so, Smackdown Live, not a lot happened. Um, but what did happen? So, we were supposed to start with a Ziggler Corbin match interrupted by Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, the best part of this was Ziggler pushing the little girl out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Which was so funny. Go back um, and watch it. It was, it was a considerate push out of the way. It was like he shoved her to the ground. Yeah, he didn't push her out of the way. It was. <laughs> It was hilarious. Um, so yeah, that match didn't happen at that time. Announced for later in later in the night was the fact that Ziggler would face Zayn, and uh, Corbin would face Owens, well, and I if did... both of them won, they'd both get outed to the match at the um, fast lane. I didn't like that we were supposed to start with a heel on heel match. It didn't happen, and we ended up with two more heel on heel matches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but is Ziggler a heel? That's a question. We don't really know what's going on with who keeps the shit. Um, Used to do, I don't. Moving on then, so Charlotte versus Sarah Logan. Charlotte wins. Throwaway match, really. <laughs> Good, bad, what? A little intriguing to see. Uh, it was alright, it was a decent match to be fair. And a little intriguing to see the whole Charlotte running individually through the Riot Squad thing. So How annoying is the... She comes out, Becky comes out, Naomi comes out. Yeah, you don't, supposed just, to be unexpected. Just have them together. Well, they're, they're doing it. They have a six-person, six-woman tag team match. On I did write my notes there, you, you would be yeah, happy. Yeah, I did write in my notes that you would be happy about this because it finished in a uh, turnbuckle spot. Turnbuckle spot. Uh, an amazing um, natural selection. Yeah, that was, yeah. Well, yeah, she didn't take it in the best way, did she? Oh, I thought, did she no, mean to I take thought, it that yeah, badly? Yeah, she did mean to take it like that. Did she? Yeah. Because yeah. you can see the way she... She held, kind of held herself in yeah. spike position. It wasn't... Which, it looked amazing. I thought it looked really yeah, good. it looked really good. I, I kind of wish that was how it always was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair play, fair play to Sarah Logan for doing that. Yeah, I guess so. I haven't really, I, haven't, I don't really rate Sarah Logan at all. But I, mean, I don't think anyone rated her after that promo. It wasn't that a she poor. Cut. It wasn't a poor match by any means. When she cut that promo with Daniel Bryan, that's I think nobody rated her after that. 
Um, <laughs> so Big E made a pathetic attempt at eating a load of pancakes. <laughs> what was a pathetic attempt? I could do better than that. I was just thinking, surely someone's going to have to interrupt because I can't sit through you eight minutes. Sit through this. <laughs> of him trying to stuff his face. Um, interrupted by Gable and Benjamin. Do you know what <laughs> not really annoyed me about this? Is when they said to, to Big E and he went, You're showing your nipples. You're stood next to Sheldon Benjamin. He's got no top on. Yeah. Who's covering his nipples? <laughs> I just pared your cake. <laughs> I flapped your jack. <laughs> you flapped the wrong jack, <laughs> man. <laughs> We're making waffles. Oh, fuck off. Why does Biggie get so invested in pancakes? Who knows? I love one, one, of the, one of the biggest boos of the night. Was Chad Gable saying nobody cares about pancakes? <laughs> it was Pancake Day. Yeah. Like over the new or day pancake off. Tuesday, as they called it. New, new Day could do pretty much anything, and the crowd will love it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, so they had that tag team match, didn't they? Which I thought was quite good. Yeah. Um, new Day win. New Day were Um We had the open match challenge. We yeah, well we did. Well, we did. <laughs> we had Bobby Roode promo about Randy Orton attacking people from behind. Randy Orton comes out, Jinder comes out, Jinder be's a bit of a dick, uh, and then Randy RKO's one of the things. And then gets his ass kicked by Jinder Mahal. Yes. It confused me a bit how Bobby Roode was like, look, I respect you and all that kind of stuff, but he goes, um, but I'm, me and all the backstage guys are sick and tired of getting RKO'd out of nowhere. And Randy Orton looks at him like, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. You are? Well, you don't like you, you don't, don't you love this? You look so confused. Like, ugh, ugh, surely you're not that stupid. Carry on. Watch the door. Okay, so Ali's abandoned us. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gone to the toilet. To go pee. Um, what else happened on SmackDown? So we had the Kevin Owens and Baron Corbin match. Which I thought was alright. Yeah, it was alright, yeah. It didn't work too bad. Surprising. I didn't think Corbin would win, although looking him in retrospect. Yeah, I didn't think he would. And then, yeah, looking back on it, you think, yeah, why wouldn't and he then, win? For me, it made it. It made me think, if Baron's winning this, then Ziggler's yeah. winning later. Unless they really want to bury Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I wouldn't be surprised, judging by his Royal Rumble performance. Um, so yeah, decent match. Corbin made it a fatal four-way to begin with. Uh, then what happened? We didn't have any women. That was it. Then oh, it was oh, the... that, I think that was before the New Days. So. Yeah, it was. And then... So then, yeah, we had Sammy and Dolph, which was a good match. Yeah, it was a really good match. I love seeing Sammy get ten, 10 minutes or more in a ring. He needs it. He is one of them. That... Yeah, because we were watching before we started recording. We were watching him and Nakamura. And what? And it, yeah, just the move, his moveset, his psychology, his selling. He, he is one of the best, and he needs... The time he needs time to, to do it, yeah. Um, and when he does, and that's, I guess not undersell Ziggler, and Ziggler did great in his match as well, bumping all over the place. And Ziggler, Ziggler very much came across as the baby face, yeah, in his match, and was getting massive reactions from the crowd, uh, especially with the, the near fall for the zigzag. And then after he didn't get that, I kind of thought that maybe oh, he's not going to win, mm, yeah, I agree. It's okay, we we discussed you going to the piss. <laughs> going to the piss? Going to the piss? Going to have a piss or going to the toilet? Um, 
So yeah, my head didn't quite work out which one I wanted to say. <laughs> but um, Dolph Ziggler wins, which surprised me initially, and then I went, oh yeah, obviously it's going to be the five way. Corbin won, Ziggler had to win. So yeah. The what are we calling it now? Ferocious five way. Ferocious five way. I thought it was five ways fisticuffs. Too comical. So uh, was the supposed um, festival of friendship, but that worked out quite well. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much. That was SmackDown. It's still continuing tension between Sammy and Kevin. They started it. Started the night united. And Shane and um, and Shane and Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Um, <laughs> Shane calling uh, Kevin and Sammy Daniel's boys. Mm. Yeah, but Daniel Bryan never goes. No, they're not. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Um, I'll get you. Yeah. Not a massive amount happening of any real substance on SmackDown. Annoying lack of champion and uh, Royal Rumble winner. As we've touched winner. on already, yeah. So, lack of Shinsuke, lack of AJ. Lack of Rusev. Lack of Rusev, although he was on the Mixed Match. I forgot about Rusev. Mixed Match Challenge, um, which they won. So, yeah, that pretty much brings SmackDown to a close. It was. It's much like it has been in the last yeah average three or four months just trundling along it was a decent episode it wasn't bad by any means it just sort of happened yeah <laughs> it's not one you'll go back on and go oh yeah at do least, you remember that Smackdown at least it had some significance to Fastlane yeah a bit of stipulation and as we said there is a fair amount of time till Fastlane to build up this match yeah, um, a it's a long time then you just thought they would have Maybe do one match this week, one match next week. Oh, yeah, we're going to see all of these combinations now. Yeah, but why... I meant, like, in terms of for Ziggler and Corbin. Yeah, but why didn't they just oh, right. sort of... Have that they, they, that was thrown away. Night. So... They've done this a lot, though. Like, they did it with the US title. Well, they could have just, just gone, right, well, they can't compete tonight because they're injured because of what they've done. But they what else you put on the show? <laughs> AJ. No AJ, no Shinsuke, no Usos. Yeah, but you could have had yeah, them all on. likely yeah. it is they would be there if there wasn't three segments taken up by these guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, SmackDown, it was all right. Raw, I think, is still the the flagship. Still the flagship. Best, uh, in terms of quality. So, uh, it remains to be seen what they're doing with the brand. Ronda Rousey but, seems to think. Well, yeah, so just quick on this, what do we what do we reckon is happening with Ronda? Announced that she's on Raw next week to sign her Raw contract. She's at Elimination Chip, not on Raw. I thought it was a Raw. No, it's that Elimination no, Chamber. No, it's that Elimination Chamber. Ah, She's ah, signing okay. a Raw contract. At Elimination right. Chamber. Um, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed by this. I wanted to see... Oh, I can a, see it there being a curveball. I wanted to see a bit more, um, which we might still get, but a bit more maybe brand bidding between the two. Yeah. Like have Shane and Stephanie both kind of trying to get her Do you know what I would like them. to see? Is Asuka win on the night, and then she goes to sign... The raw, Asuka comes out, and they have a bit of a face-off. Yeah, potentially. I still think SmackDown's gonna hijack it, and Shane's gonna a bit like he did with the whole WCW thing. It's gonna be like the contract does say WWE, but it says SmackDown. SmackDown <laughs> I don't know. I think if if there is a SmackDown interjection, I think say Shane might come and say that I'm here to sign one of you girls. But it's not Ronda. It's going to be Asuka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Asuka versus Charlotte would be great. I'd like to see it. I but then, what what is there for Ronda on Raw? The title. 
Ronda versus Alexa. Nia Jax, the boss, Sasha Banks, like, Battle of Submissions. Sonia Deville. Sonia Deville, yeah. Stephanie. Come on. Something. Stephanie gonna... versus Ronda. Isn't Sonia Deville. Something is gonna... is it... No, it's not Sonia Deville, it's the other one, isn't it? Mandy Rose. No, um, the one that's on the NXT. Shane and Baszler. Okay. Yeah. Who's being his friend? Of yeah, the, yeah. One yeah. of the four horsewomen. Yeah. Remains to be seen what happens with with um, Rowdy Ronda Rousey, um, but you know, interesting at least. I mean, there's some intrigue. Do you think she'll be at the takeover? Supporting Ronda. Yeah. Mm, potential. Maybe. Probably, potential. Uh, probably not. But depends what Shayna Baszler is doing. Yeah. Uh, I imagine she'll probably fight Amber Moon again. Who knows? Rematch. Um, so yeah, that brings SmackDown to a close end. And uh, I think that brings today's Valentine's special to a close as well. Anything you guys wanted to add? Love you, peeps. Stay safe. <laughs> uh, yes, please do stay, stay safe. Stay away uh, from drugs. And stay in school. Unless they're recreational. <laughs> Go to town! <laughs> Um, I'm joking. If a stranger offers you drugs, <laughs> yeah. say thank you because drugs are expensive. <laughs> um, and we, no, we, we're uh, not in any. I'm not condoning saying. this behaviour. No, we um, don't. We don't contain drugs. We don't or contain. taking of them. Um, I certainly don't contain drugs. <laughs> you, you've always got. Like, That's true. I've jacket. always got my ibuprofen and my paracetamol. Hardcore. Was that um, pain for me? Yes. Good, yeah, good for the old back. Well, it's all right for the back. <laughs> Still have pain. Oh, bit of a downer on the end of the episode now. We're all in pain, apart from you, Aiden. Yeah, brain surgery. You're just all right. Uh, anyway, right, that brings us to the end of our Valentine's <laughs> special. So thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of the People's Wrestling Podcast. And a lot of love to you PW peeps. Peeps. Remember, you can find us on the social media at the underscore PWP on Twitter, at the People's Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Aiden, where can I find you on Twitter? At Don't Aiden. say on Twitter, because I said it. <laughs> at Aiden Bunker. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> at Aiden Bunker, all Jesus. <laughs> on Twitter. All <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Matt, how about you? Uh, at the Bear M. Bumby. Well That's remembered. the first time I've got it all well right. Well remembered. Uh, at Ali Bunker 88 for me. Um, so yeah give us a shout let us know what you thought of our Valentine's special um, yeah well, we just showed a lot of love this week a lot of love to you guys too Aiden, Matt thanks for joining me thanks um, and yeah we'll see you next week <laughs> <laughs>